0: Caution. Retards in area.
1: The following is rated MAL. It contains strong language and
2: is intended only for mature audiences. Discretion advised.
0: What, what, what's new? What are you
2: doing, Hefe? it's uh, new, J. Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Room Radio mm-hmm. 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you on a Wednesday night. Dubs? Yes. It's the weekend. For us, I can't believe we're here to Friday. I'm so excited. It's actually Wednesday, but for us, it is a Friday. So come on in. It's our last chance to talk to you this week before we go on the Monster Cruise. Do want to talk to you. Be somebody tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star
3: 1041 1041 star if you have a singular wireless
2: phone. Dubs. A loyal heretic has just sent me the link. ...to the video, the death video of Steve Irwin. Are you kidding me? No. It's going to be meat spin. (laughs) It is not so far. Uh, Apologies for... I I just logged in.
3: Let me log in so you can uh, send it over here. I hope it's real. Oh,
2: Lord, I hope it's real. Come on, open up in here. Let me see it open. Let's make it happen.
4: You know, I'm still getting crap about that today.
2: Hold on. Let me go through it's a the... great pickup line. Uh, <laughs> let me go through the Rigor real fast. All right. F.A. Dubs, uh, I'm here with you. Chunks Corolla, executive producer. Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talking World Patrols. Matt Albert, our third, uh, third mic and writer, uh, is also here. The Great Gazoo is working on a bit, apparently. And people are begging for the link. I'm not giving anyone the link yet. Until I can see it. You know, this stupid computer... Send it to me, at least. ...doesn't ever do anything. Whoa, there it is. Steve Irwin, Croc Hunter, Horrible Death. There is a Stingray. All right, I got it. Stop sending me instant messages! I need to watch this thing. You asses. Stop (laughs) sending me
3: instant messages. You need to get the uh, updated version over there. so It doesn't
2: pop in front. There's the Stingray...
5: Ray Wagner. There's the. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went to Vegas one time.
2: Oh, what an ass!
3: What happened?
2: Oh, that sucks.
3: All right, I'm watching it right now.
2: It doesn't show anything.
3: All right, is Stingray like- uh, swimming around in the water? I don't see Steve
2: Irwin yet. There's nothing. It goes in the end. Uh, th- Blank you all. <laughs> Long live Steve Irwin, and then it shows, I think, a cow being um Whoa! Oh uh, no, that's a horse. <laughs> uh, so that is m- disgusting. All right, Strat, you're banned. <laughs> you're banned tonight. It is a horse. Oh, it's so dirty. Don't tell me it's a human. I With imagine it. probably. Blank you all. It says, <laughs> "R.I.P. Steve Irwin." Have you to watch will that be again
3: just to see the horse, yeah, w- <laughs> Son of a bitch, stingray, stingray, stingray. You knew these were going to start. I'm surprised they didn't have one of those scare videos yet, where you know you're watching it, you're looking like there's really muddy water or something, and then it just pops like a, this uh, terrible face and loud noise.
2: Oh, dude, you're right. That would have been fantastic if it was. The people saying they still want the link, even though they now know <laughs> oh, it's a that horse. is a human. Rewatch it. That's a human.
6: I
7: don't want to see Rewatch it.
3: Rewatch it. I can't see
0: it. That's now. a human and a horse. I don't want it. Is it real? Yes. That's so dirty. Watch it.
4: Continue. Oh, that's so dirty. I'll watch it again. What's going on? What are they doing?
2: <laughs> People say if it is a horse, still send it, please. Why? I hate you guys. 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I sat here and thought that we were maybe going to be able to see something, uh. Break a little news for you out there. Horrid. And I guess we did, but just in a completely different light, a different kind of stabbing.
3: Alright, I'll send some of you guys the links. Only uh, a select few.
2: Um. Alright, dubs, here we are on this uh, Wednesday night with a lot to talk about. Jones, you really still been getting a lot of crap about the Steve Irwin thing? Yeah. Yeah, and I
4: don't, I don't know what it is. Just still walking around the hall. People seem to genuinely be upset, and uh, there's a bunch of people packing up some stuff. The promotion is getting ready for the Monster Cruise,
8: mm-hmm.
4: and, Uh Jeff, uh, their Panama Jew's assistant, was helping out as well, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the setup uh, around here, but there's a, a kitchen in which the main hub of offices are located, including the big boss here, Uh, A couple of the other bigger bosses from the other stations are located around it as well. So I walk into the kitchen and they're talking about I was like I'm glad he's dead. Shut up. Talk about something else. They're like, you're heartless. And I'm like, no, no he's he heartless. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All
2: right, see. And I'm
4: going on to all the jokes we did. We did uh, at the live broadcast. We did the whole thing, of course, because right. we have no heart, and just did all the jokes. We were running them down and, like, stop it. Seriously, stop I'm like, no, I'm glad he's dead, and I'm glad the last thing his little girl got to see is him getting wheeled out after daddy's heart got blown out.
3: Shock jock. Yeah, you're shock jocking over there in the... Uh, Even in the hall. And I
4: just, hear, I just hear the promotions office yell jesus
2: christ what's wrong All right, with you? the yelling jesus you're killing me yeah. step got,
3: away from the mic if you're going to yell i just got the hottest uh, uh, message send, send you, me the link i want to see the horse hook his sister up i'm 25 female in orlando
2: <laughs> she wants to see the horse and she's a chick that's hot i can't believe it we've been duped dubs this is our loose change 911 right here uh this yeah. this fake horse video <laughs> that uh we thought was gonna be Steve Irwin.
5: Did you did you get any Photoshops from K Mike? Uh yes.
2: <laughs> I just got one right now. <laughs> Where he is using Brian Peppers uh is using my little cat, Tycho Tyrone. <laughs> uh. As a beanbag as Brian Peppers <laughs> eats popcorn, asking when's the movie gonna start? <laughs> I hate him. Um so four hundred seven I one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four. I guess we did piss off a lot of people talking about Erwin uh, when we talked about him on Monday, but I don't even know what we said that was wrong.
3: Well, people were like, you know, uh, I, I read a few message boards out there saying that, uh, you know, uh, he did a lot of good things for children, and I guess it's, fu- it's, it's good to make fun of him, and it's code one in the shock jock Bible. F you. Yeah, go Shut hell. the hell up. I don't want you listening. No kidding. Beat it. Are you kidding? What did he do that was good for children? I don't know. He taught children how to uh, approach animals. And, you know, uh, he he may be a professional, but the people who watch it, they don't see everything that goes into it, and they think they can run up onto any snake and jump on his back.
2: I mean, that's the same thing as uh, when Steve-O and uh, Chris Pontus died. Like I said, when we talked about it on Monday, everybody being uh, heartbroken because they did Wild Boys. It's the same
4: bit. Are you kidding? Here's the thing I don't get. How many times have we run down Dick Clark? After he got his stroke, playing mm-hmm. the audio, oh, looking yeah. desperately for any other kind of audio of this
2: guy messing up, and nobody says a thing. Nobody gets mad at but that. But Steve Irwin. What is it about this guy? Why is he, uh, like, the next personal Jesus or something? I genuinely don't understand it. I have tried to. And when we did it the other day, and you listen to one on the iTunes, I was like, man, it seems like the uh, prime minister of... Uh, Australia died <laughs> the most important person in the history of mm-hmm. Australia has died Well, that might be true for three days in a row it has been the um, Steve Irwin story on CNN and Fox and any other 24-hour news outlet <sighs> who gives a damn do you know how many people died over the weekend well I mean it was the same thing for John Ritter and
3: John Ritter didn't really do anything he hasn't had a he didn't have a hit show from like
2: 1985 well with, no, 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 20 years you know I don't even remember there being this big a hubbub oh, over huge. John Ritter. And I was a John Ritter fan. I remember crying when he did that Hack Agent Orange movie in the 80s, and I'm sitting there saying, why did Jack have to die? Why did Jack have to die? <laughs> and my fem. mom, like, what's wrong with you? You're a big fan. You're in the fourth grade. Grow up, boy.
4: I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard, uh, or if I'm wrong, but on the news I heard, I guess the, whatever it is, the leader over there in Australia was trying to get with his family and having, like, a national ceremony. Mm-hmm. Like, where everyone would stop working, and they would, like, either broadcast it or cover it Listen, on TV. Listen,
2: I don't even mind people in Australia being sad, because that's their person. Yeah. What do we give a damn over here for? Everyone's always adopting something like it's theirs. Oh, Steve Irwin was my best friend, he taught children about reptiles. Oh, 9-11 happened to me. I live in uh, Topeka, Kansas. Oh, this, that, and the other. No! It didn't directly, it doesn't affect you.
3: You can feel bad for the people involved, but you, it, for you to feel, uh, you know, personally hurt over the whole situation is ridiculous.
2: I'm telling you now, if he was a black guy, no one would have cared. If he was aborigines, <laughs> no one would have cared. It would have been like Katrina. He was, because he was fair-skinned, it's this, uh, well, Imagine
3: the jokes if it was a black man playing with animals, uh... uh...
2: I don't know, give me a couple. I can't wrap my head around them. Oh, right. I can. Don't, never mind. <laughs> I'm convinced, man.
8: <laughs> All right. I
2: saw that on real TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I don't get it. I'm sick of it. And this isn't being a chuck jock. This is being somebody who's trying to think outside the box and not be like, man, I'm sad because some guy who played with reptiles died. Mm-hmm. It's moronic. If the main guy at Gatorland died, no one there wouldn't be a big story about it. Well it would be here. Yeah, but then he'd be... be like, Well, you know, not expected it. He ran Gatorland. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. no, somehow it's a shock that this ass died. I want to curse so badly. You and your children <laughs> Your precious children watching him on the Discovery Channel. He's not doing anything, he's not teaching you anything. He was my he was my kid's babysitter for so many years. Yeah. I left to... Uh... It was great because I could leave my children in front of the TV and everything would be fine. And I could go out and smoke some meth in the garage, <laughs> work on work on my '62 Chevy. Alex, you want to shut some lights? Alex, on the three, two, one.
9: Yeah, I just want to say that the reason why people are probably making such a big deal about him is because he had such like big passion for animals, and people don't. There's so much animal cruelty and stuff now. But it doesn't matter. Everyone was waiting for him to have an accent like this. Exactly.
2: I'll even give you that. All right. So, uh, but the way we sit here, it's hypocritical to say, hey, he loved animals so much, so that's why we need to praise him. When every day we're destroying land Mm -hmm. that animals should be living on, we're wearing animals around, we're uh, destroying and polluting lakes where animals are trying to live. So don't give me the animal bit, because I know damn well you don't care about animals. Stimpy in the 321. What's up, Stimpy?
6: Hey, man, did did Chris Pontus die? Is that what I heard you
2: say? (laughs) Yeah, that's the new thing. Chris Pontus and Steve-O have died on the filming of Wild Boys. They have not. They have not. Don't start that rumor. (laughs) Why not? I want to see the hubbub. I want to do a little comparison to see if people would care as much if it was Steve Irwin. How did he help? Didn't he, like, wrestle them? And I mean, doesn't that hurt him? Didn't Uh, he hold their jaws
4: shut? What
3: he would do, he would, for some reason, he was courageous because he would jump on top of them, study them, and then he would set them free. Why even jump on him and study him in the first place? Dude, if a 13-year-old kid is doing that to
2: your neighborhood cats, you're locking him up inside yeah. of a establishment even where they if wear... he does
3: let him go after he's
2: done wrestling them. Where they wear white vests that wrap their arms around to their back. That's what he's doing. You would put him in an institution. And yet we're going to sit here and he's going to be the lead story and people are going to get pissed and call us a shock jock. He wasn't that important. I'm a shock crock. Exactly. Do we have to dump that? Why? Oh, crook. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I'll say this, too. No one's that important to deserve three days. Three de- It's like Katrina never happened. It's like the war in Afghanistan and Iraq never happened. Because Steve Irwin died. And that's why it's stupid. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Full of it's Wednesday night in the hideout, last live uh, show of the week, Monster Cruise tomorrow.
0: She
2: made me Dubs could just come in here and do the show alone, but he doesn't <laughs> love you enough.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dubs, no. I want people to rank him now, because I'm convinced. You know, I said people that uh, earlier that people care more about 9-11 than Katrina. Mm-hmm. I'm now convinced the pecking order is 9-11, Steve Irwin, Katrina. <laughs> I'm serious, too. Let's go to Todd in the 407. What's up, Todd?
9: What's up, man?
2: You're high. What's going on? I'm
9: high? <laughs> I could,
2: it sounds like it. You, you've you been smoking tonight.
6: No, Yo, You know what? I don't smoke. I've been cleaning since December of 97. Well, dude. then, wonderful. You guys wonderful. are capping on somebody that that freaking, come on, man. You guys are capping on somebody that was doing something that he loved. My kids, I can't cuss. My kids mm. watch that religiously. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what? You guys are capping on some that right. died. He was famous. He, 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 he did something Just he because
2: loved. he's famous doesn't mean you should feel personally attached to him. I, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, famous people die. I don't mm. think Reagan got this much run when he died.
4: Do you think they'll come out with a Steve Irwin co- commemorative coin like
2: they've been doing lately for 9-11? Listen, if they want to in Australia, that's fine. I don't understand the hubbub here. Yeah, it's what Bipolar Steve said. Who got more headlines, Reagan or Steve Irwin? Probably Steve Irwin. The only difference is that you knew at some point Reagan was going to tap out and yeah. say, all right, enough. It wasn't a shocker. E Rock in
3: the 407. What do you got? What's up, bro?
9: Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yo. Hey, I, I got to agree with you guys, man. You know what? They're making a big deal about
6: this, but I got to admit. I thought the man was gonna go out losing his head to a crocker or getting
10: swallowed by a huge anaconda or some nonsense. Yeah he' his... getting pegged by a little stingray, you know. Exactly
3: Well that that's all just poetic justice though. You know? He messes with the biggest and baddest and then the softest, and smallest kill him.
2: Um I right, Pedro says it's here's the order. Here's the pecking order. Nine eleven, Steve Irwin. Holocaust, the Great Cabbage Kids Riot at Toys R Us in eighty three, then maybe Katrina. And then somewhere back there, uh slavery. And this is just going back to the conversation, just something that keeps, you know, talking, you know, just keeps getting brought up just how out of whack our priorities are. It's
3: insane. Let's go to uh Absinthe Coma in the four oh seven. What's up, man?
7: Hey, I think uh I think you hit the nail on the head that uh the reason this is so different than something like Reagan or anything like that is because everyone thought that this guy was invincible. They saw him tangle with anacondas and, you know, crocodiles and everything. But, you know, we know that people like the Katrina survivors, you know, we know they're not invincible because we saw them floating down the river.
2: Listen, but it's not even about him being invincible. He was lucky. He was He was skilled and he was lucky, but mm-hmm. at some point you're going to go out. You know, it's like saying uh, somehow a kamikaze pilot has been lucky because he's maybe hit eject in the last thirty seconds or something before. But eventually, the eject button isn't going to work, and you're going to die. But once you
7: see someone cheat death that many times, you you begin to build up like a godlike status among
2: that person. Who does? I have never.
3: If if anybody thought of Steve Irwin as a godlike person, should be killed themselves. I want
2: to stab each of them with a stingray. Let me tell you another reason I don't like him. Stingray. He wears his shorts too high. Yeah. I'd like it, please, if you could move into this entry and stop with the John Stockton shorts yeah, and maybe wear something. Yeah, below your knees, please, sir. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Chunks uh, handed me
3: Celebrity Deaths of two thousand six. Red buttons. I right, hold on.
2: I will give a who? prize to anyone else who can name other people. Dude, I'm seeing 3 on here that there wasn't the hubbub that this ass is getting. And that should have. Wow, 40791 I didn't know died. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> For Exactly. I'm sad. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. You gave out red buttons. Yeah. Who was a genius. Mm-hmm. I'm going to circle at least 4. That didn't get the run that Ir- Irwin did. And deserved it. All right, now people are ranking it. Now people are ranking it. Here's what uh, Muffin says, if we're going to start ranking things. nine eleven, Steve Irwin, the Holocaust, Furby's, Katrina, slavery. <laughs> Furby. And he says, I left a few in between the last two. Or <laughs> out. <What about> beanie <laughs> Slap bracelets. I'm telling you, man. Let's go to
3: Sponge in the 3-2-1.
2: Guys, what's about what do you got, buddy? Hey, um,
7: I do a lot of scuba diving and all that, and I'm actually a deep diver. Uh, I own a company, and we do a lot of search and recovery, and we do a lot of pipeline things. Mm-hmm. And first of all, we do not wear UPS pants when we go diving. <laughs>
8: right.
7: um, second of all, uh, I've been hit by a stinger in the arm, and I've had an employee who got hit in the stomach. But that ain't nothing. I mean, I, I can understand people, I guess, crying. I really don't know why. But uh, It was a freak a accident,
2: and that was part of it. But I don't understand the almost like he was a prophet.
7: Well, it was definitely a freak accident, but you have to understand that just the way he is. I mean, he loved the media and all that, and he played it 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. We had a guy, okay, and he was trying to tap a pipeline, and there was a crack in a six-inch pipe. And he went too close to it, and he got sucked in through a crack. Now, we're talking about a full-grown man. Oh, my God. He sucked in into a four-inch pipe. Ugh. And needless to say, his uh, wife never, you know, got to bury the body. But, oh, obviously. Wow. What was
2: that guy's name? His name is Bob, Bob Miller. Oh, well, here's to Bob Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Someone who deserves a little, a little respect. Run. Not to say that Irwin doesn't deserve at least the respect you'd give to anyone who has died.
3: Like I said before, you can feel bad for I'm him a, and the family, but why are you taking it so personally?
2: I know the Soul Brother does a dedication for he's who he's doing the show for. For the rest of the year, our show is for Bob Miller. The rest of the year. A good man. Knew him well. I'm going to forget. I know you will, but I'm going to remind you every day. I won't let you forget. Never forget Bob Miller. Steve what Miller. Brian Miller. See, this is the problem alright. All right, new rankings are in, Jados. right. Um... It's Ohio State, Texas, Steve Irwin, and <laughs> Katrina's fallen out of the top twenty
0: in the coaches poll. That's according to Pedro. Where does Billy fit in there? Let's go to Will in the eight sixty-three.
6: What's up, Will? Hey,
7: the whole thing about Steve Irwin,
2: uh, y'all are helping matters by uh, doing all the coverage on it either. No, I mean, no we're not sitting here talking about how great he was. We're commenting on I, how on Monday we talked about it. And we thought we were done with it, and we just keep on getting bombarded with And yet with here we are three days later, and people still want to talk about it, and they're calling us a... shock Jock. For us saying that it was no big deal, and it isn't. Our whole point of this little thing... Is to point out the how ludicrous it is for people still to be crying and giving a damn.
7: And that's the same thing with Katrina. I mean, Florida gets hit by hurricanes all the damn time. And with Andrew, it was a Category 5 when it hit. And Katrina wasn't.
11: And we didn't get that much coverage.
3: All right. Thank well, you guys didn't have levees that broke and drowned your
2: whole city. And you didn't have hundreds of bodies floating down the streets. Mm-hmm. You guys were a little more prepared. All right. Here's a new one. All right, Rankins just ended. J Dubs. All right, nine uh, eleven. Steve Irwin, AIDS, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt, <laughs> and Katrina. So that's where they are on the coaches poll right now. <laughs> it's a hideout row radio. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Because I'm telling you, we had the discussion last week about what people thought was more, you know, important or worse or a bigger disaster. Nine eleven or Um,
3: Katrina. Yeah. Right now, Steve Irwin's getting more run run than Katrina did. Let's go to Chris in the four hundred seven. What do you got, Chris?
6: Hey, what's up, guys? Well, buddy. Um, real quick, man. I'm taking a little. uh, I'm a little mad about the uh, the uh, the 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 short thing. Um, I think you guys said that his shorts were a little too uh, a little too short. Mm -hmm. I mean, what about the guys who wear the shorts, like the jean shorts that just are right past the knees? and the the baggy shirts that go halfway down to the... Doesn't that look kind of ridiculous, Stu? Well, it
3: it, it does look ridiculous, but, I mean, there is, like, a time period where everything's acceptable, and uh, I think Steve Irwin's still living in 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 a time where it was... 1987, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's the big thing. I mean, I I like how of everything we've talked about in the last 27 minutes. That one caught your ear. You grasp onto shorts, (laughs) so so thank you. Uh, But uh, I will say the the sagging thing is out, you know, where you're wearing your your shorts, like, underneath your ass, essentially. That's stupid. And it's time to move on from that, because that's very 90s. In the same way that these John Stockton shorts Mm -hmm. for Steve Irwin are also out, too. Gotta go cargo, man. Cargo's in. That's what you gotta roll with. It's, so, a, it's a hideout uniform. It's gonna pinchy. The four four zero really is. What's up, pinchy?
7: Hey, uh, after this weekend, I think the number one tragedy is gonna be Tyrone giving uh, Sadie Lou cat
8: AIDS. Oh,
3: oh man, I'm wow. not letting it near my Sadie Lou. You know, I didn't
2: even think about the fact that your cat may have. Uh, <laughs> my cat is completely clean. Leukemia or AIDS mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I keep that thing spick and span. What? Don't. Why would you gonna be racist, man? What? Spick and span? Well, don't say it again. That's not racist.
4: It's name brand. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson, I believe. That's fine, but don't use that
2: slur you use. Spick and span is a is a. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask you term. not to repeat it. It's a term used for something very clean. To me, it sounds like uh, a it's genocide. Not hate speech. It sounds like a genocide that you're looking for.
12: <laughs> Spick
2: and span the globe. All right, El Ross says, what about the stingray? That poor creature uh, now has to try to survive in shark-infested places on Earth with no barb." Steve Irwin, friend of the animals? I don't think so. <laughs> that is true. All right, people are now going through. Didn't Rosa Parks die this year? Was it this year or last
5: year? I think it might have been last, last year. It was last year. What you she mean? didn't get this kind of run. She didn't have parking lots? Either
2: did Coretta Scott King. Pete in the 321 has a name. Go ahead.
6: Hey, uh, talking about people who died, Richard Pryor, he didn't rank Gators or
7: anything, but he was influential. <laughs>
3: that is true. And he didn't get as big a run. Did Richard Pryor die this year? I think he died in like the last like uh, year overall, but not in the last calendar year. Speak- he died in the last calendar year. All right, thank you. That's a very good point, my you know friend. What? You went for that one. Yeah,
2: there's for calling out Richard Pryor. I'm going to run down this list of people who have died. In 2006. Just some of the names that we would know. Mm -hmm. Red Buttons, Sid Barrett, Aaron Spelling, uh, Slobodan Milosevic. Who? Alright, he wasn't a good person. Kirby Puckett. Oh, yeah, Kirby Dan Puckett. He brought a (laughs) lot of joy to the world. He was jolly. Don Knotts. Mm. Don Knotts died? Yes. Grandpa Al Lewis from the Munsters? What?
5: He had it coming. Chris Penn, maybe you remember Reservoir Dogs? Mm-hmm. Not really, no. Lou Rolls, Shelley Winters, Baywatch Nights. I remember him.
2: There are a lot of people out there. XCon Eight Sixty Three, what's
5: up, XCon?
9: Hey, what's up, Bubba? I <laughs> hey, uh, I just want to know, man. Uh, if he got an extra arm like you, JW, you think it'd be able to block that stinger?
2: Exactly. That's why I want that third arm. All right, King Hamburglar says, my brother's fetus. That's another one who died.
10: <laughs>
8: Where's all the run for that one?
2: <laughs> he got run right out to the all uh, dumpster. All right, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I think we're going to start Wednesday nights as 80s bumper music mm-hmm. uh, night.
5: It's kind of tough for this computer. There's I'll,
2: I'll lot, bring some in for there's you. There's not a lot going on, really. Just
5: uh, do a message in the bottle next time. I looked up uh, Tony Basil, hey Mickey, not in there.
2: Uh Thursday's old school uh, old school music bumper jam. You can't see the cats in the old school jam bumper music. And uh, I don't even know what I just said. And then old on, school bumper jam? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was odd. I was creating new terms. Hold on. All right, Dubs, you done with the Steve Irwin thing? I'm done with it. I, 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 I officially done. No more, unless it is pure in joke, distasteful form. <laughs> Unlike this, which has been completely uh, on the up and up.
3: Well, Bongswat does want to rank
2: real quick. Uh, okay.
3: Tragedies. So Bongswat in the 407.
2: Yeah, I got to top five most disastrous. Okay.
6: Um, Detroit Lions. <laughs> 9/11. Green Bay Packers. Katrina,
2: and why wasn't it Jeff Corwin? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that deserves a prize. You contribute, you win a prize. Although I'm sure you've won something in the last 30 days, but good job. Mr. King of the Heretics 407 916 1041, 1041, and uh, Star 1041. And your the wireless phones. Man, that was just a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, Iran, by the way, claims uh, they have an AIDS research breakthrough. They have a formula to control the symptoms of AIDS.
8: It
3: doesn't doesn't, uh, cure it, but it controls the
2: the effects. Iran's Ministry of Health. I guess decapitation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It just stops it. Oh, wait, I read it wrong. Stoning. Mm. A nice stoning (laughs) and just letting the blood seep into the the sand. What? They say, be wary of spreading it, though, uh, when you blow your body up. Yeah. Because yeah. then the blood <laughs> will get everywhere, and that's one easy way to transfer it.
3: <laughs> Make sure you know what bus you're getting onto. You don't want to get onto some kind of sickly
2: bus. The state-controlled IRNA... I don't know, that sounds peaceful. mm mm-hmm. um, ...said the research studies a formula to cure AIDS while initiating the tenure of two former health ministers. I've uh, led to successful results. They say it's a... Oops... It's a chemical and herbal treatment. Cool. Guess I should have read the whole story before I jumped to judgment. <laughs> I guess they have a chemical and herbal treatment. To de- decapitate people? No. Oh. To cure AIDS. Mm. That is a apparently... Chemical stoning. It's been effective on other immune disorders as well. Gas chamber. Why? I had no idea about that. Well, uh, look at Iran just coming up in the world. First getting the nuclear power or trying to, now curing AIDS. It seems like it's the new hot place to move to. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They got cheap gas and a cure for AIDS. Hey, I'm there. Um, Also, Dubs, the first U.S. felony spammer loses his appeal. I guess this guy was a real jackass. Uh, Jeremy James was charged with three-county using deceptive routing information and sending bulk commercial email. You can't do that? That's illegal? He grossed more than 24 million dollars in various oh. email scams. Okay, that, that's why. He peddled a fraudulent home business idea and one month alone brought in 10,000 credit card orders for the 3995 scheme. I don't understand why
3: we protect all these people who are just such schlubs and will click on these things and type in their credit card number.
2: I've been there. You learned a $40 lesson. Dude, I told you, I I learned a $30 lesson. I sent, it was when I was out of work, Mm -hmm. uh, when I just moved from Texas to Michigan, and I was trying to, I graduated from college, was having trouble finding a radio job, saw something on this new thing, the internet, where it said, if you send me a $30 check, you can work from home stuffing envelopes with the chance to make $60,000 a year. That seems legit. I don't know why they always make
3: it like sixty or seventy thousand dollars a year. If you went out there and said thirty bucks for the kit, and you'll probably make about twenty five thousand dollars a year. Not bad. You're working from home, you know. And make it believable, and I bet you'd get more people doing it. What's the deal with the uh, question
4: mark, guys? That guy running a scam? Or no, I, he's giving Matthew Lesko. Yeah, he's selling a book,
3: you know. So he's not really running a scam with information on how to uh, kind of fill out these these grant forms. That's all it is. Yeah. There's nothing really. He's not
2: telling you how to get money. Basically, really. what he's done is he's and I don't know if you guys are familiar who this guy is. Matthew Lesko. Yeah, he's on uh, he's on nationally. Yeah, on commercials. He's the guy's running around Washington D.C. with a whole Throwing bunch all of money around and with everything. a whole bunch of question marks on his suit. And basically, he combs through all of the potential things that the government hands out money for mm-hmm. asinine like. And just puts it in this neat little book, so you can go, oh, all right, I could possibly qualify for a yeah, and grant.
3: And it just tells you how to uh, kind of go about uh, uh, applying for one and what grants are out there. I mean, it's general information that you can get anywhere, but he put it all in one little book, and he's able to make a lot of money off of it.
2: Is the only thing more annoying than spam um, pop-up ads?
3: I would say even more than that, telemarketers. I think uh, spam is a lesser of two evils.
2: I rarely get hit by a telemarketer. Oh, you know. I get it all the time. I don't even put my phone number out there, though. Like, when people ask for it, I'm like, I don't have a phone. I'm sorry. It's I 19- get it nonstop. It's 1894 in my household, and I don't have a phone. I do apologize. <laughs> You're living on the prairie out there? However, I do she have using email. You use a as a... Uh... And the thing is, I give my email... Tampon. Do you know how many emails... Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Do you know how many emails I've lost to spam? Where I'm like, oh my god! Every time I log into this, I have a hundred and fifty new bulk messages.
3: Yeah, so I just clear them all out. Yeah, I don't even look. You know, if I see a bunch of uh, junk mail and a couple things that may be legit, I just delete all of them. All right,
2: so spam you hate less than telemarketers. Yes,
3: I can deal with spam. If if uh, if that takes away from the telemarketers out there, I'm all about it.
2: Listen, I'm all for the telemarketers. After watching Thirty Days with Morgan Sporlock. we got to be able to come Spurlock. We got to be able to come up with a way to support the uh, nation of India because they have these call centers and that's how they're creating their middle class. So I don't mind a telemarketer. Why? Why do you care about India? Yeah.
3: Why not? I don't the- care about Australia and their damn Steve Irwin. Why do I care about
2: India and their telemarketing? All right, Absinthe Comer wants to know, with Steve Irwin's new godlike status, are his followers going to begin wearing stingray necklaces <laughs> instead of crosses?
3: Well, uh, Johnny Boy over here wants to figure out how to make a Stingray costume for Halloween. I guarantee that's going to be a huge one.
2: Listen, here's what it is right now. Mm -hmm. Hyde is proclaiming it. Dual costume. Yep. I'll be the Stingray. You be Steve Irwin. I can do and that. And we'll just walk around connected. Like those horses, mm-hmm. or those cows <laughs> oh. where it takes two people to, uh, or that video we saw earlier, <laughs> where it was horse and human. We're uh, just walking around connected. I'm sure we can uh, take that little stinger
3: tail and just tape it right to my chest.
2: That is going to be the new thing. Mm-hmm.
3: And we'll just have, Oh, they always have those like little fake blood pumper things where yes. you just keep working with your hand? And every time anybody walks by, I can just be pumping blood out. Like, oh, look at me. I'm Guy be- I'm Steve Irwin. I wait, be- wait, wait.
5: What costume is this that you're connected in and stuff is pumping blood out? Yeah. He's going to be a French maid. I'm going what? to be. <laughs> no, okay. I thought I was the stingray. <laughs> this was just what we're telling people, I see. Man. I see Debs is more of the uh, top guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Whoa, I'm the one with the barb. That makes me the top. What? Technically, <laughs> if you think about it... Just because just you do a little biting doesn't mean I <laughs> No, know. has nothing. I'm the one who stabs. Wait a you second. You just do a little stinging. What are we talking about? Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Let's go to Mark in the 407. What's up, Mark?
0: That last guy sounded pretty gay.
2: What do you got, Mark?
11: Um, I have something about um telemarketing. Well, I think telemarketing, they're just trying to get out to the people, but... I still think it sucks just as bad as spam because now I have like 80 viruses on my computer.
8: All right, thank
3: you. Yeah, well, that that is one thing about spam and telemarketers can't do. They can't be sending you viruses through your email like spam can.
2: I don't know necessarily about
3: that. What? Telemarketers? I mean, all they're going to do is annoy you. They aren't going to destroy your property like the
2: spam can. Have you ever? Um, have you ever seen a little movie? where people crawl through the front phones and they can come get you and they work their way out and they go through like all of the technology that we have? It's called Pulse. And maybe you should see this documentary where now all of a sudden you could get viruses just walking around with Wi-Fi. Didn't they do that in the Matrix too? Possibly. Stingray in the Ocean.
13: Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? Just didn't want to say my bad about killing Steve. I mean, I've got a little bit of premature ejection. You know? <laughs> it's
2: a hideout, real radio, 104.1.
8: Wrapping
2: up hour one. Fantastic hour. On this Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio already 4.1. 80s-themed bumper music on Wednesdays. Uh, Mark St. Amant, our fantasy football expert, can come into the hideout at uh, 8.30, Jay. Nice. 8.30,
3: because... First week of football starts up uh, tomorrow. That's crazy. I know. Um, The depleted Steelers against the Miami Dolphins tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I got so many questions. Do I start... Culpepper, or do I start DeLome, i got to take a real good look at uh, who i got starting and what's what. I would just leave it blank until you make a decision. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Dubs, 81% of women would rather be rich than thin. According that says to, something. According to <laughs> All You Magazine. Doesn't that say something about the uh, the greed of women in this country? They'd rather an extra 10 pounds in their pocket, uh, sorry, an extra $10,000 in their pocket then ten uh, and be uh, ten pounds heavier, than be thin without the dough.
3: Well, thousand dollars a pound is uh, a lot of money. I'm thinking, you know, maybe a hundred thousand for like uh, like being grossly obese, and seeing if they take that one.
2: Um, dude, I noticed this new th- like on Saturday night. I was mm-hmm. out. I went to go see irrational our boys irrational uh, and Crossbreed out at the House of Blues. And uh, I was there with my chick, E.J. from the U and his chick. And I noticed the new shape of women. It's like a John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. I mean, girls now... Describe the, the shape. All right, here's what it is. Pair. I'm, right. I'm not lying to you. Like, girl chicks now have smaller boobs than they have gut. A vast, I'm not going to say vast majority, but a growing majority. Because remember the thing used to be when you had a big girl, she had big cans?
3: Yeah, at least uh, you could always, always uh, uh, count on, at least you're having big boobs. And I've seen a few of these with, uh, you know, it's like fat man boobs. If they lost weight, they'd be
2: A's. Giant Brian's an ass. He goes, take away those two chicks and... Hefe and E.J. were on a date. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, like, and it was, like, I saw no less than five females, I'm going to put in quotes, Mm -hmm. in a row just walking by down there in that little Pleasure Island area where they had jeans that didn't quite fit, gut hanging over, love handle hanging over, and A-cups.
3: Well, here's the thing, too, they they don't really make um, pants that fit this shape yet. It's a very odd shape with no ass and uh, like a real, real big crotchel region and big sides. And at the back, that looks like it should be the front. It's all flat, and the the front should be the butt. They have front butt.
2: There's a lot going on there, dude, and I was very surprised by. It. I, was, they have I was furry front butt. I was <laughs> I was genuinely taken aback. of American women would uh, have cosmetic surgery if it were free, and 30% of those ladies said they would get a tummy tuck, while 10% would opt for bigger boobs. I guess other things from the survey is um, 55% of women know how to use a power drill. That's my chick. She is the handy person in the house. She (laughs) fixes everything. 56% of women have sex at least once a week, while 3%, according to this stupid survey, Get nasty more than once a day. <laughs>
3: nasty. I hate when surveys do this. Keep it just straightforward. Survey. You're hip.
2: Um. Yeah, man. So I've like I've never even I've been kind of shocked mm-hmm. at the way that we are growing. Oh, and I saw the funniest Mori last week. <laughs> I, I I wish I had had it on a t- my DVR, but yeah. I just didn't. What was it?
5: Fat babies.
2: Oh, those are great. (laughs) I mean, the three-year-old that weighed 87 pounds. Wow. I
5: saw, I was, uh, I walked in the house for a minute, and I saw that, too. There's one kid who was, like, four or something. He was, like, 130 pounds.
2: That was nuts. One of them was two, and he was, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 60-some-odd pounds. Can't stop him from eating. Oh, no. But the great thing is you you had the mother... Who was on there saying, Mm -hmm. I give my baby what she wants. What I had wish I had been recording was she went through her meal schedule. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) she went through the kid's meal schedule. And it was every two hours the kid was taking in, I'm not kidding, about 1,000 calories.
5: Oh, yeah. That one kid ate eight bowls of cereal, like six eggs, and a couple pieces of bacon every morning. Eight bowls of cereal. Yeah.
2: It had to be the same episode. I wish
3: I, I was felt like a pig it. when I was a kid, and I'd have two, just two bowls. For that.
2: Dude, now I'm like, if I have two bowls of like Honey Nut Cheerios, I'm like, man, I got, I gotta watch that.
3: Let's try uh, Angela in the 305.
2: What's up, Angela?
9: Hi, how are you doing today? Oh, all right. Okay, I love you guys, show, but I just wanted to say um, I'm from Miami, mm-hmm. and I just moved here to Orlando. And uh, if you don't want to see those types of shapes. You just go down to uh, Miami, and and you'll see the big butts and the big boobs and the flat stomachs and
3: the small weights. Yeah, the butts on the right side down there. Here's
9: what I've wondered, too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Here's what I've wondered, too, is, like, maybe because we are here where people come from all over the nation, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so we're kind of getting that. That Midwest. That gelatinous, (laughs) you know, middle belt, Mm -hmm. if you would, spare tire, just rolling through town. But you see these people, you're like, I don't understand it. Where does that come from? Thank you, uh, Angela. Appreciate it, sweetie. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to uh, get a hold of Dugout Doug,
3: because he uh, posted something on FullBlownAids.com mm-hmm. of his trip to Disney, and he did a whole thing where he just took pictures of fat people. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you kidding? Yeah, and he just had, like, the most grotesque people in the world.
2: Now, it's not anything specifically on Disney. It's no, just it's, where the, it's
3: all the tourists coming here. It's
2: where people, you know, tend to collect in masses.
3: Well, yeah, anywhere where you get a bunch of tourists, usually they're all Midwest fat
2: uh, asses. I'm sure you see the same thing in Vegas, to be perfectly honest. I'm sure you're seeing the same thing of the people rolling through there. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, let's do this then. I also saw another thing where people do not know how many calories are in what it is they're eating. So let's play the calorie counting game show. 407-916-1041, 888 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless one. Do we have an open for this?
5: Yes, we do. We oh. have a uh, whole uh, bed and open for oh, it, Oh, nice.
2: All right. Nice. Let's give out the first question. We'll take a break. We'll give out some prizes. Hold on. Here's the open. Hey, do you know how many calories in that fast food meal you just got? Well, then pay attention, you greasy fat... Chunks' calorie count and game show. All right, just because you lost all that weight with uh, H57 Hootie, it doesn't mean you can go around calling people fat blanks. Don't you know that's what uh, Hepe was called while he was wearing his, uh, his Batman, Batman T-shirt? Shirt.
5: You ask. You should hear him at the house anytime you like. I like walk in the living room and he's watching. He's like, Look at that fat whore. Wow, <laughs> she's so fat. I hate her. Why would you be so fat, you stupid <laughs> bitch? so fat. All right, Trunks. Yeah.
2: Let's uh, give me the first question while people light up the phones to play the
4: calorie this counting the game. fat
5: ass is fat asses out there, fats. <laughs>
4: Usually I'll give one item, but this time I've kind of coupled them, and you will have to guess the overall calories in, in the items. So and if you're not
5: too fat, dial <laughs> the phone, fat asses. <laughs> so
4: I will give you one grouping of food. And another, and you will have to guess which has more calories. So, you not eat both of them. The first question is a Subway, uh, Subway meatball marinara mm-hmm. plus a two and a half ounce apple pie. Uh, does that have more calories than the Sheets uh, MTO pepperoni sub and a nachos grande with cheese? Oh, that sounds good.
0: Ooh.
2: Whatever it is, I've never in a while. Yeah, I've never had Sheets Ooh. before. Oh, God. W- MTO, made yeah. to order? Made to Ooh. order. I love those uh, foot long meatball subs, and I actually saw how many calories were in them once. I maybe have had one since I saw the calorie intake. It's crazy. Alright, 407 916 1041 1041 Call in the Calorie Counting Game Show next. little education and prizes in The Hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back in The Hideout. Wednesday night is 80s music, 80s bumper music in the hideout. I always want to sing along with these. Um, 407 916 1041 888 978 star 1041 Your Singular Wireless Funs, playing the calorie counting game show. It's such a carefree time. Because the vast majority of uh, people do not know uh, how many calories they're intaking. Um you want to replay the open? By the way, my best friend, Pinchy, in the Mm -hmm. 440. What? He's now become my best friend. My best friend. We have all the same taste in uh, shows. And um, he says, Chunks is like a smoker that has become a non-smoker when it comes to fat people just belligerent towards the type of person he used to be. And will be again, by the way.
4: Yeah, and it's that's
2: Pinchy's fat.
3: That always annoys me when someone will quit smoking and then just start talking to you about, you know, how it's so disgusting and everything after they've been doing it for years and years and years, and they're probably the ones that got you started. Right.
2: Um. All right, J-Dubs, here we go. The calorie counting game shoe.
4: Hey, do you know how many calories in that fast food meal you just got? Well, pay attention, you greasy fat... Chunks' Calorie counting Game
2: Show. Mm. What is it, a different take on the Benny Hill music? <laughs> I like it. It's very Putin-esque. Uh, it is.
1: Let's start right. off
2: with Russ and the 407. All right, here, start with the first question for Russ, all right, Chunks? All right, Russ, I'm going to give you two groupings of food, and you have to guess which
4: one has more calories, all right? Fire away. Alright, which has more calories? A Subway meatball marinara and a two and a half ounce apple pie or a Sheets MTO pepperoni sub and a, nacho, or a, and a nachos grande with cheese? I'm gonna
0: go with Subway.
4: You are correct.
2: All right, hold on. You're a winner, my friend, for the Calorie Counting Game Show. All right, Chunks, give us the breakdown for each one.
4: The Subway Meatball Marinara has 960 calories by itself.
2: That's what I heard the first And I used to love them. I still love them. They're so good. I still love them, but oh, my,
4: dude. The two-and-a-half-ounce apple pie is 240 calories, bringing the total up to 1,200 calories on a suggested 2,000-calorie-a-day diet. Wow. So, what was the Sheets? Sheets empty of the pepperoni sub was 605 calories, and the nachos grande with cheese was 520 calories, bringing it to uh, 1,125, 1,125 calories. For items that probably wouldn't even fill you up. Mm. I know that I I could easily eat a Subway meatball marinara and an apple pie and not be full.
2: I don't know about that, fat boy. Yeah, you would be full. Yeah, I certainly would be, too. All right, here we go. Calorie Counting Game Show on the hideout. After every two callers, it's we play the intro. (laughs) All
4: right, let's go to uh, Woody in the 407. Hey, Woodster.
11: What's up? Let's
4: go. All right, Woody. uh, This first one, Tommy Bateman had this meal over the weekend. Outback Porterhouse 20-ounce steak and a chocolate thunder from down under. Or a Lone Star smoked 16-ounce prime rib in a uh, standard cobbler, which has more calories?
11: I'm going to go with the Outback.
4: This correct. You're a winner. Hold on, my friend. The 20-ounce 20, uh, 20 steak has 1,365 calories. Holy Christ. How the, many? Oh. 1,365 calories. Oh, I was nervous for a minute. <laughs> the Chocolate Thunder from Down Under tax on an additional 1,220 <laughs> calories,
5: Jeez, bringing oh. the
4: grand total to 2,585
5: calories. Oh, well, that's nothing. In one shot. <laughs> that's like half of my daily intake.
4: Yeah, that for you. The uh, Lone Star was only uh, twelve fifty, and the Colby was two forty. Only fourteen ninety. That's it. That's One. an appetizer for Tommy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Play the open again. <laughs> hey, do you know how many calories in that fast food meal you just got? You well, pay attention, you greasy fat. <laughs> Chunks is calorie counting game show. There's
5: not too much fat in your ear, fat ass.
4: <laughs> only your for ear. the chicks. You should die. I
2: still like fat dudes. Oh. Uh, let's go ahead and isolate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we'll go ahead and pull that one. Let's go to Ace in the 386. You ready to play the game? Here we go, Ace. All right, Ace. Which has
4: more calories? A McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese, a large fry in Coke, and an Oreo McFlurry, or a Burger King original Whopper with a king-size fries and drink and a Hershey Sunday pie?
12: I'm going to go with McDonald's.
4: Sorry, that is actually incorrect. Ah. <laughs> The McDonald's Double Quarter Pounder with Cheese, Large Fries, Coke, and Oreo McFlurry only came to 1,895
2: calories. To be honest with you, that's kind of surprising. I thought mm-hmm. it would be more when you... And it, maybe if you throw in a Diet Coke with that, it's a lot less, too.
4: Yeah. Um, and the Burger King Original Whopper, King Size Fries and Drink, and Hershey's Sunday Pie was 1,995 calories. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 1,900? Mm-hmm. Yes, 1,900. Almost 2,000.
2: Holy crap. Yes. Like, one one healthy meal there. Let me ask you, if you if you got the fast food mm-hmm. and you got it dry, let's just say you got the meat and the buns. Can we turn the music down just a little bit? <laughs> let's say you got the meat and the buns. Maybe you skipped out on the fries or you kept the fries, got a diet coke, didn't get dessert. You just want the meat and buns, huh? <laughs> That's I, where you're going? Actually I like fat dudes. Along the same lines, uh People would like me to ask Chunks, what has more calories, Dugan or man meat? Mm. <laughs> They're sure he knows. What? Why? It's mm. actually how you lost all the weight. Yep. <laughs> all protein. Uh, what else do we got over there, Chunks? We got more in the calorie counting game show? Yeah, I got, uh, I think, five more. Fantastic. Let's keep playing, then. Here Let's the go hideout. to uh, Link. Link in the 407. Yeah. All, right.
4: all right, Link. Yep. This next one's kind of shocking because it seems so small. Uh, Which has more calories, like a Caribou 16-ounce mint Oreo coffee cooler and a blueberry muffin, or a Starbucks white hot chocolate with whole milk and a black and white biscotti?
7: The Starbucks.
4: Sorry, that's incorrect. I love those biscottis. The Starbucks uh, hot chocolate and biscotti, 920 calories for just those two items. And the Caribou uh, mint Oreo coffee cooler and blueberry muffin... Come to 1,005 calories for a drink. Yeah, a drink and a muffin. That's 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 it.
3: That's Dude, that,
2: that's half your intake. And the drink intake. had the
3: most of it. 620 for the drink.
2: You never realize how many calories you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, without a doubt. When you switch over to diet drinks, it kills so
3: many uh, calories and takes your weight down considerably. All right. Let's go to Peter in the three, two, one. Hold on, hold on.
4: It's actually T. You yachts. know how many calories in that fast food on. meal you just got? Well, pay attention, you greasy fat. Chunks' is calorie counting game show.
2: What's your name, bro? It's T. Alright, sorry about that, T.
4: Here we go. Alright, okay. this next one, I know that uh, everyone in the hideout has been a fan of this one because it's been brought into us a lot, and especially Matt Albert. Uh, Pay attention. Which has more calories, three 5.7-ounce extra-crispy chicken thighs from from, uh, KFC Mm -hmm. with mashed potatoes and gravy and a slice of pecan pie, or Popeye's three mild and spicy chicken breasts, a two-ounce biscuit, and a five-ounce cobbler? Which has more calories?
9: Number one.
4: Sorry, that is incorrect. (laughs) Three pieces of chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, and a slice of pecan pie. Oh, no. From KFC, 1,980 (laughs) calories.
8: Oh, Christ. Let's
3: go over to Popeye's. And these are the uh, mild or spicy chicken breasts. And these are
4: just chicken. That's just fried chicken. Just chicken. A two-ounce biscuit and a five-ounce cobbler. Grand total, 2,180 calories. That is your daily intake. Do you in know how meal. often
2: in D.C. I'd be like, Ah, oh, it's Saturday. I'll go ahead and go 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 get a four-piece fried chicken, red beans and rice, extra biscuit, please. I oh a- yeah, you always want the extra biscuit and a Dr. Pepper. Oh my God! Yeah, it's just all these choices that you you should know better. You would think, but it's just so easy. <laughs> yeah. The- the- I don't want to say anything specific, but I was watching um, Super Size Me. I've talked about it a couple times over the weekend. I, Mm -hmm. I watched it again. And they said just about 99 nutritionists said you should have fast food close to never or once every three months. Yeah. And I think
3: I'm down to that, actually. I rarely have fast food anymore.
2: I gotta get back, man.
4: God, dog. <laughs> Got three more left. Let's All go right.
3: to, our, uh, let, let's just do two real
4: quick with these guys we have on the line. Just two? All <laughs> right. Yeah. Robin, three, two, one. You
2: ready, Rob? Yeah, let's
4: play. Okay, Rob, which has more calories? A Chipotle fajita burrito bowl in a Cina, uh, in a Cinnabon uh, caramel pecan bun? Or a Taco Bell uh, or five-steak soft tacos from Taco Bell and a scoop of Baskin-Robbins peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, which has more calories? Uh,
9: I'm going to go with Chipotle on this one.
4: That is correct.
9: Yeah,
2: I bet the Cinnabon's what really gets you. Uh, no, not no.
1: actually.
3: But, uh, yeah, and that's only a burrito bowl a burrito bowl where they actually have uh, uh,
4: no, ac- uh, no tortilla. tortilla yeah, it. no tortilla. Uh, the, uh, the Taco Bell, the five-steak soft tacos, and a scoop of Baskin-Robbins peanut butter and chocolate. Um, 1,720 calories versus Chipotle's Burrito Bowl and Cinnabon 2,130 calories.
2: Well, uh, what- Dude, that's just a day at the um, at the uh, food court.
4: Where did the Burrito Bowl come to? Uh, 1,040 calories by itself. A Burrito Bowl. Yep. Yeah. The quote-unquote healthy item.
3: Yeah, and uh, I know one night... I was uh, just hanging out alone. I had nothing else to do, so I went over to Chipotle, got a couple burritos for the weekend, ate both of them in one night. Oh, God. (laughs) That's where it gets
2: you, dude. Maybe if you split these up over the day, you'd be fine. Exactly,
3: but for some reason, I went home, I had one of them, I felt pretty full, and then an hour later, I'm like, you know what? I
4: can probably finish that other one. Good job.
2: My goodness. Mm. All right, final one. we got to take a break. The final
4: one is what I like to call the WJFK special back in D.C. when you guys used to uh, produce over there. I guess both of you guys frequented the next uh, couple of items a lot. All right, let's go to Tom and the 814. Hey guys, All know. right, Tom. Which has more calories, an Arby's chicken, bacon, and Swiss, uh, curly fries, and a Jamocha shake, or a Wendy's classic triple with cheese, huh. no mayonnaise, medium fries, and frosty? I'm
7: going to go with Wendy's.
4: That is correct. We'll start with Arby's, the chicken, bacon, and Swiss, the curly fries, and Jamocha shake came to a meager 1,815 calories.
3: No, 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 no. You had uh, no. I'm sorry. Uh,
4: 1,390 calories, which isn't terribly bad. Like when you consider it, what what it's going
3: up against with the other like fast food places.
8: Unless mm-hmm. you're a
3: fat chick. You got you got
4: dessert. You got fries. You got a nice uh, sandwich there. And uh, the last name number I gave was for the Wendy's classic triple cheese, no mayonnaise, because Dubs hates mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Medium fries and frosty. That came to 1,815 calories. For a burger that probably would be eaten in less than a minute. I know when I get Wendy's, I eat that stuff in less than a minute.
3: But the, the funny thing about the classic triple, you're eating it, and you can literally feel like your heart tense up on you. Oh, yeah. And you love it. You know it's working then. Your face just gets all oily. Oh, yeah. You like the, the the grease that you just, in t- in just t- took in is coming out of your pores on your face, and you love it. I can feel it just kind of
2: sliding down my chest. Let me ask you, what, what? is it? Why can't we? Why can't we make the proper choices in life? It, do we eat all this stuff that's bad for us in this fast food because it's fast and it's easy? It's or delicious. do we make it feel like? It, but is it really? Yes.
3: Absolutely. I I don't eat it anymore. But it was delicious, and I still
2: would love are you, it. Are you telling me that a fast food burger mm-hmm. is better than a home-grilled burger? Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. To Depending me... on, where you go? To me, you're nuts. To me, like, the, one of the better burgers is this backyard barbecue, which is essentially if you were making it at home, you know, compared to any other fast food chains. And for some reason, you can't make the right choices. No matter how much or how hard you try... You're just like, it's almost become a thing, and I don't know if it's because of the way, like the advertising or what, but it's become a thing of, you know, I need to treat myself, or at least that's the way I look at it. So I'm going to treat myself with 2,500 calories in one meal. I have to talk to Matt real quick here. What's
3: going on with Captain Spaulding? I've been watching this phone board. Matt's. You'll stay on for like two minutes on hold, and we're in the middle of something. I plan on getting to you, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. But he keeps on hanging up. And calling back over and over. Dude, he did that all the time when I was over there running. Well, board. Now, I guess he's pissed because I keep on getting the note, uh, Captain Spaulding. He's pissed off.
5: He's calling up, screaming at Matt that we're using him, and then he'll just hang up. And Matt's like, "Hold on, otherwise you go back." we always say, "You go back to the end of the line," <laughs> and then he'll just hang up again. And Matt's like, "Just hold on the line, or don't call back. One or the other." All right, is he there?
3: Yeah, he's here. Do you want me to, You want to talk to him? Yeah, let's ask him. Captain Spaulding, what's going on, bro? Hey.
6: Why are you mad? Do you know how the song, Wash Your Balls (laughs) Go?
3: Wait, wait, hold on, hold on.
6: I'm just trying to tell you. Do you know how how the song, Wash Your Balls
3: Go? No, I don't.
6: Fruit.
2: (laughs) Are you mad at us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That's it?
4: Oh, wow. Is that like a death threat or like a Captain Spalling equivalent?
5: What if he was drunk at all?
2: You think that's him calling right back? I don't know. We'll find out. Why do you think he's uh, Why do you think he's mad at us? He thinks we're using him for what? I don't know. He calls up. We put him on the air. What are we using
3: him for? If we called him, then yes, I could see him saying we're using him. We've he's never dialed his number. Drunk babble. He's not drunk. He's schizophrenic. <laughs> I don't think he's even
2: schizophrenic.
3: He has that same freaker twang. I know he does. All schizophrenics have that same
2: twang. I don't believe he's it's schizo- like.
3: It's like wherever you go, the rednecks sound the same. Wherever you go, the schizophrenics sound the same.
2: <laughs> You're right. What is it? <laughs> and why is that too? Genuinely a redneck in Central Florida sounds the exact same as a redneck in mid Michigan. Yeah,
3: the it, it doesn't make sense like that southern twang doesn't actually come from where you're at where you're at. It comes from what
2: you enjoy. Skinner? Yeah. Oh, you I'm gave right me this you. very interesting thing on where band names came from.
3: Do you have that? I think I have it somewhere. Hold on. Uh, Greg in the seven wants to uh, yell this or something. All right, go ahead. Yell away, Greg.
7: Hey, uh, first of all, guys, love the show. It grew on me. I can't say I was a huge fan at the beginning, but now I really enjoy listening to you guys.
2: No one ever is, to be honest with you. Everyone yeah. hates us. Everybody this. hates us when they first listen they to us. They want to run us out of town like it's nobody's business. What was, now, what would you want to yell about?
7: Uh, I wanted to commend you guys for doing the calorie counts. Mm-hmm. I also I had a suggestion. I think you should add the total fat and saturated fat content in grams of each of the meals. That's I don't mind tiebreaker, if you will.
2: I don't mind uh, mixing it up a little bit, Shanks. Maybe even after we get the calories and throwing in the extra little tidbit of information. I'm sure okay. it doesn't, I'm sure it doesn't win us over with a couple of sponsors, but. <laughs> I mean, wait, it's not like it's gonna keep you because we all know what's in it and you still yeah. have to go have it you know what I mean It's the total
7: fat and the saturated fat that are the real heart attack creators it's not the the calories per se so. well the,
2: the calories will make you fat but like you said it's that saturated fat or whatever is the one that's gonna stop your heart when it comes down to it exactly. hey uh, oh we appreciate the phone call man and thanks for hanging in there Thanks with Greg us. all right we'll talk to you and we'll take that under consideration all right now I got that uh for never. I got the orange origins oh, of uh, band names. <laughs> uh, all right, give me a quick one. Um, right, g- g- give me the Skinnered one, because we were just talking about Skinner. Yeah, I think Leonard Skinner's in here. I know he is. Hey. Uh
14: Yes, he's right here. I know on I guess... top of my head. All right, tell what is me? It? Uh, It's a name after uh, a teacher in high school because they said you'd never amount to anything.
3: Yes, a, uh, a gym teacher, coach uh, of some members of the band in high school. Uh, he, uh, he, I guess he sells real estate over in Jacksonville, Florida. Now his name was Leonard Skinner and they just, uh, call himself Leonard Skinner.
14: Why do I know that?
3: I don't How know.
2: Did, all right. Now I want to test Matt a little bit more. <laughs> you know, Abba got their name. No, um, I only know Leonard Skinner. <laughs>
3: all right. Well, we'll test you on a few more of these in a minute.
2: Um, oh, we can go. Let's take it a few more minutes. We'll break and Then we'll come back with Mark St. Amant. Cause he's not slated till eight thirty, 30, right? Okay. I mean, we can go another five minutes, right? I know we're supposed to break at a certain time, but that's just as long as we get all the commercials in by nine. (laughs) And do we ever. I'm going to be held, I'm not going to be held captive by the man. (laughs) All right, Backstreet Boys, how'd they get their name? Oh, God. Backstreet Boys, anybody know this one off the top of their head? (laughs) Gay
3: experience. No.
8: Uh,
3: Uh, The uh, Backstreet Market uh, was a store in Florida, and the guys used to hang out there. Kind of like the peach pit for them, I guess.
2: Mm. That was here, right? Yeah. I'd assume that was here, since somebody could even give us a little bit uh, better backstory than that. Mm. Do you believe this one, the cheap trick one? I would believe it. That the band members asked a Ouija board what they should call themselves? This is one of the stupidest ones I've ever heard. Which one? Color Me Bad. (laughs) What is it? Sam Waters said the name was an attempt to remove racial, sexual, and musical overtones. If you want to color it as anything, color us bad. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How about a little music for these when we mix in and we mention the name Tommy? Get to work. Uh, uh,
3: Deftones, I guess, uh, because when they started out, people thought they were so bad they called them tone deaf. So they kind of just flipped it around,
2: Deftones. I never got that from them. Were they are they considered bad as far as singing goes? Well, I mean, he can get kind of throaty, and uh, he can he gets sh- a little pitchy. Yeah,
3: dog. All right, Matt, being the black guy, what does DMX stand for?
14: Demonstrative Monsters Extreme. No.
2: Earl Simmons? No. Isn't that your dad? No, that's Mike. Dark Man X.
3: Well, that's just
6: racist. I know.
3: Captain Spaulding. Hey. What's wrong?
6: Hey, listen.
2: What are you mad about?
6: Do you know what the song... How the song washed your mind? You already
2: called stuff. with that. You already got us with that one. You got anything new? No, you cut me off. No, you, you hung you up. You play it. You hung up.
6: What do you mean we didn't? didn't have me on the air. I, the lightning hit. We were on the air. And you hung up. We don't pre-record. Well, it's a lightning storm.
3: Okay, we thought
2: out. you hung up on us. Yeah, because we don't pre-record our calls. Every well, time you call, you get. hung on. up on me. No. It's just a big you misunderstanding. I thought I hung
6: up on you. We must have got disconnected.
2: All right, what did you want to say? We
3: don't know how Wash Your Balls goes. All right,
6: hold on. Let's restart Listen, the conversation. I'll tell you how the song Wash Your Balls goes.
2: Okay, right, go ahead. Ready? Yep. Fruit. That's it, you said it last time. There's nothing new there. The song wash your bones. Alright, all goes right. Already. <laughs> oh, it goes with fruit.
6: I'm on the air.
2: Yes, you're on the air. We told you where you're on the air. Fruit. <laughs> okay. Hey, Captain Spaulding,
3: just feel free to jump in on any of these, all right? Uh do you know where Duran Duran got their name from, Captain Spaulding? I'm asking if you know, do you?
6: Maybe they ran out
2: of Duran. <laughs> the land, the land? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Duran wrap. <laughs> That's not a bad idea.
3: I guess they got it from a Jane Fond movie. The of Bart, Bart, Bart. Rap.
6: What? I just pulled it out of the door one day.
2: <laughs> How did Collective Soul get their name, Captain Spogan? Pardon?
3: How did Collective Soul get their name?
6: Who? Collective Soul? Yeah. I don't know, but the song Wash Your Balls is fruit. I understand. That's how the song goes. Good. One word. The New York Philharmonic Orchestra sang it. They said
2: fruit. (laughs) What about ABBA? How did ABBA get their name, Captain Spaulding? You there, Captain Spaulding? Now he's going to think we hung up on him. He's still
6: there. Bye-bye.
3: <laughs> what the hell is going
2: on?
4: Oh, no. It's going to be uh, another one of those nights where you predict someone dying. And... i got
6: to go eat some chicken. Shocker. From where?
4: Boiled? Broiled? No, I want
6: to hear shock jock.
7: Shock jock. You
6: know what going to do to Bin Laden? What? Shock jock.
2: <laughs> shock jock. All right, thank you. Thank you, Kevin Spalding. Call us back after dinner. Dude, more and more, he's starting to kind of remind me of Freaker a little bit. Oh, definitely. You're right. He skits, that Captain he's Spalding. schizophrenic all the way. Let's just call him Freaker. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> he's still there? <laughs> he's still there? No, he hung up now. All right, from now on, it's... Uh, you think, uh, since we invented the skank shift and Shafi was our intern, do you think he'd mind if we just called <laughs> Captain Spaulding <laughs> Freaker? Why not? We created him. Freaker. Freakier. It's a hideout. Real radio. Hey, fantasy football fans, coming up next. You can even light up the phones if you got questions. Who to start in this opening weekend? It's our boy Mark Saint Amont. He wrote uh, "Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie." He's our fantasy football expert. He was he was on ESPN Classic there for a little while. He's got a great website, um, and uh, we'll talk to him next. Mark Saint Amont, fantasy football next in the hideout. Real radio one hundred four point one. my, I hope that someone gets my, I hope that someone gets my in All right, Dubs it's our two on the High Dot Road Radio, One Hundred and Four want point. Dude, I feel bad. Why? We've slacked a little bit. We haven't even decided what we're going to do for Helmet of Pain stunts this year.
3: I know, we got to get on that.
2: Well, considering... we got the, uh, I guess the first week will have to be the
3: uh, initials tattooed on the ankle.
2: No, <laughs> it won't be. All right, um, a better idea. is our boy on the line? Yes, he is. Mark Saint Amant. Uh, he is our fantasy football guru. Uh, Mark Saint Amant wrote the book "Committed: Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie." Also, uh, "Just Kick It: Tales of an Underdog, Overage, Out of Place Semi-Pro Football Player." What's going on, Mark?
10: Gentlemen, how you doing?
2: Long time no talk. How yeah, are you? It's
10: been a little bit. You know, I'm glad we're uh, ramping up, ramping up again on fantasy. You know, what's great? I was listening to some of the commercials on, you know, on the lead in here, and. The great thing about the Hideout is that you know you can learn all about fantasy football, and you can also learn how to bear-proof your house.
2: It's it's yeah, it's really awesome. <laughs> That's what we're A in. <laughs> shed, wherever you to live. Uh Whatever it takes here to uh, make ad money. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, so here's what we got going on. As usual, maybe for those of you new to the Hideout, weren't with us last fall. This is the third season that we've done this fantasy football in the Hideout. We were supposed to have something going where people go to the website, they can pick a winner and win something. I don't know what's going on with that. But the big thing right now between us is... Helmet of Pain. Whoever gets the fewest fantasy football points at the end of the weekend will have to perform a stunt. And there's all of us in the hideout. FA Dubs, Bateman, Chunks, Matt Albert, the interns. We have also added in Drunky the Bear, who is back from last year. And um by curious b j mm-hmm. dubs his cousin up in Michigan if he loses, he stunts on his uh webcam on his webcam, and then at the end, whoever has the fewest points for the entire season has to do the stunt bowl all seventeen stunts in one night or they get a hideout tattoo last week uh, last year's loser was Tuttle. okay, so here's what we got going on then uh Mr uh, Mark Saint Amont. Big fantasy football questions. People call in with them. We ask you uh, what to do. Maybe you give us some of the breaking news. We usually do it on Fridays, but since it's a Thursday night game and all the rosters have to be set, uh, I'll start with my Thursday night question. I got a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Who do I start? The Dolphins quarterbacks versus Pittsburgh or the Panthers quarterbacks versus Atlanta?
10: Hmm. It's tough. I mean, you got to figure. I don't know. Cul- Culpepper's going to want to make a splash back on the national stage in a big way and granted it's pittsburgh they're going to be you know jacked up there in pittsburgh you know to hoist their uh you know their some would say their questionable super bowl trophy i would say that yeah um but you know atlanta carolina atlanta's got a tough pass defense you know they uh you know you're basically i think your best bet is starting culpepper because with the you're probably looking at you know 200 yards maybe a Maybe a, a touchdown or two, but you also have to keep in mind Steve Smith is questionable. Got to keep mm. an eye on
2: that. See, I have him too, and that's what I'm worried. I got Steve Smith questionable, Javon Walker questionable, Mike Vanderjack questionable.
10: Yeah, it's it's, it's there's a lot of injuries, and that, that's what made drafting tough this year. Is that there, especially with running backs, a lot of question marks with running backs, you know. I um,
3: know I got I got burned on the Dominic Davis.
10: Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you if you drafted any time before, like, you know, th- this weekend or last week, you you really got screwed on, on Dominic Davis, unfortunately. But I would say start Culpepper. You know, he's going to want to make make a big splash, and he's got some tremendous weapons. He's got Chambers. He's got, you know, uh, Marty Booker, who's going to be an uh, underrated sort of number two, number three type receiver, flex player kind of guy, um, and Ronnie Brown. You know, so I, granted it's Pittsburgh, but... Uh, I think you go with uh, go with
2: Dante. All right, Dubs, you got a question? Everybody, anybody else has one out there? Who you should start this weekend? Fantasy football kicking up. Football is back, baby. 407-916-1041. Mark St. Amant in the hideout. All right, my second running back. I have uh, I have the Damien Thompson. Of course, I'm going to
3: start him. Sure. But uh, my second running back since I did lose Dominic Davis, I I was end- I ended up picking up Ruben Drones on the uh, waiver wire. Yep. And uh, I'm thinking about starting him. Because my other two choices are Julius Jones or Kevin Jones.
10: Yeah, well, let's see. That's the, well. First of all, it's pretty amazing. You can get a running back like a starting running back on the waiver wire.
8: That's
10: mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 a pretty good pickup there. Um, you know, the the Jones brothers. I I think until they they show that they're they're ready to be started each week. I think you got to go with uh, Ruben against the Saints.
3: Yeah, the Saints, and, that, and uh, we have uh, you know uh, Dallas is going against uh, Jacksonville, who's Jacksonville. pretty good against the run, and uh, Detroit against Seattle.
10: Against Seattle, and Seattle is a, a much improved defense. Mm-hmm. I think you'd, at least for the first week, play it safe. Go with uh, you know if you, if you were to, to rank them, I'd probably go Drones, Kevin, and then Julius, because you know Marion Barber's going to eat into Julius no matter what. I think um, I'd go with uh, with Drones. You're probably looking at you know 80, 90 yards and a touchdown kind of game.
2: Not bad for a second guy. That's not bad. 407 916 1041 Mark St. Amant, our fantasy football guru. Third year now, I believe, we've had him with us in the hideout. I think those? it is. Third, second or third? <laughs> I think it's. And, and I also understand you're uh, doing a segment or two uh, occasionally with our buddy Buckethead down in Tampa, which is very Indeed nice. Indeed,
10: I am. It's been great. Thanks for uh, you know the little little Clear Channel referral system
2: I, there. Absolutely, he's a good you
10: kind of finder's fee. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> he's a good guy with a good show, and I'm glad we were able to spread yeah, the word.
10: it's a lot of fun. I'm doing you know mornings with them and night times with you guys, and it's uh, it's it's ideal. It's great.
7: Awesome.
3: awesome. Let's yeah. go to Scotty in the 407.
10: What do you got, Scotty?
7: This is actually the
14: ghost of Steve
5: Irwin. We've
9: got a message for you
5: from the land of the dead. All right. Tyrone's a faggot. <laughs> all right. What'd he say?
14: I don't know. It's say, it's he said Tyrone's a bad word. Uh, uh, my cat?
10: My yeah. cat? Is mm-hmm. that the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2? <laughs> oh, my God. It's a magic immunity. All
2: right. I'm going to kick out another question for you, Mark, real yeah. fast, and we'll let the boys ask something. Yeah. Sure. Um, I really don't know what to do at wide receiver. Here's what I got. Steve Smith, Reggie Wayne, Javon Walker, Terry Glenn, Algie Crumpler, Kevin Curtis. I'm got Wayne seems like he's good to go.
10: Yeah, Wayne's good to go. That's going to be, you know, you're going to have the Manning brothers kind of trying to, right. you know, one up in each other there. Uh, I think you got to go with Reggie Wayne and, you know, even if, if Smith looks like he's um, you know, probable, I think you got to go with Smith. Um
2: He's questionable now though. That's the only thing. I know.
10: And and Hammy's- you know it's funny that that's why I, I I could have taken Steve Smith and I took Fitzgerald over him simply because of the the hammies. I don't I, don't, I do not like wide receiver with uh, with hammy problems,
2: especially one uh, that relies on his speed like he does. Exactly. Damn it! What,
10: what was the um? It was uh, Smith, Wayne. Who was your third one?
2: Javon Walker. Then I got Terry Glenn, Crumpler, uh, and Kevin Curtis.
10: I I have to go with uh, Javon on the uh, the turf there in St. Louis. Um, that's probably going to be a bit of a shootout and. You know, I mean, they do have both uh, two coaches who like to establish the run. You know, Linehan and and uh, and Mike the Devil Shanahan, but. Um you know, it's gonna end up being a shootout. Bulger's gonna be looking for Holt and Plummer's gonna be looking for his new number one Javon. I think if if you're at all wary about Smith and it looks like he's questionable, I'd go with uh Walker and, and Reggie Wayne and, and feel pretty good about that.
2: All right, so maybe throwing Terry Glenn instead of Smith then?
10: Yeah, may, yeah, maybe. I mean I think I think Glenn, uh, you know, he he's he had a really solid end of last year and uh
2: You've been lighting up during preseason. All right, I'm making the change now. I'm going to take out Steve Smith and put in wow. Terry. though.
10: When, when do, you have, do you have to set all lineups by tomorrow? Oh, yeah. all lineups
2: by tomorrow. And yes. I'm going on a okay. I'm going you on a cruise what? tomorrow, so there's no way I can change it back either. Right. Like this you know what?
10: is it's, it's not worth the risk. I mean, Smith could end up playing, but he could be half speed. And Andy's got a he's he's um, you know playing against D'Angelo Hall if he is in there, and that's going to be a tough matchup for him. And
2: I got Vanderjack. Is that, is he going to be healthy?
10: You know, it sounds,
8: it
2: sounds
10: like he's going to be pretty healthy, but the the bigger issue there is whether you know the tuna's is going to want to run him out there for kicks. You know, um, yeah, I, I think I think Vanderjat is it's definitely a mental thing. You know, it, it's it's funny for the you know like you mentioned the second book. You know, I, I started to get into the whole sort of kicker freaky, you know, uh, superstitious like routine laden mentality, and it, it you really start messing with your own head if you start thinking about it too much, and you, you can see that Vanderjet is just. He's out there
2: thinking He's like yeah. Chuck Knobloch don't who couldn't don't make don't the throw from second to first. Exactly. Steve Sachs. Just completely um, screwed up in the head. So yeah. hideout Row radio 104one on four point one. Got our fantasy football expert, Mark St. Amont. All right, other questions for people in the room, and if you have any uh, call in.
3: Matt wants to ask a question right now.
14: I, I just I just want to apologize for the choices ahead of time. I have <laughs> to start three wide receivers slash tight or, or one tight end. Okay. Uh, Chris Chambers, Roy Williams, T J Hushmanzada. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, Eric Mould, or Rod Smith.
10: Whoa! Yeah, I'm okay, sorry. Let's 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 go. Ahead. So you got uh um go up, say, say those again.
14: Chris Chambers. Why you got to <laughs> laugh? Chris Boy. Chambers, Roy Williams, T.J. Hushmanzada. Well,
10: I mean those three right there are very solid. I mean solid mm. receivers. I see you have some good running backs too. I
14: uh, mean, Adrian James and Brian Westbrook. <laughs> yeah,
10: I mean that those are three solid receivers. You know, I I would I would go with your your first three there. Go with uh. Um, Roy, uh, Hoosh, and um, Chambers. Yeah, uh, Chambers.
3: All right. Now with uh, I have a question on my number three uh, wide receiver because I'm starting yep. Marvin Harrison and Randy Moss. Yep. But my number three, I have uh, the choice between Ashley Lui, Andre Johnson, Derek Mason, uh, Nate Burleson, or Vernon Davis. Uh,
10: I would go Andre Johnson.
3: Andre uh, Johnson. He's uh, he's got a questionable by him, but I wasn't sure if uh, he was going to be.
10: Yeah, I guess follow... You know. Check check tomorrow before mm. they line up to see what the situation is. But you know he's the number one down there. They're going to have to you know, now that Dominic is out there, relying on the two sort of unproven backs, Wally Wally Lundey, which is which is you know becoming more one of the more fun names to say in fantasy football, mm. um, and Vernon morenzi And um, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think Andre is the way to go. Um, you know Mason should have a good comeback season, but not it's not. I don't think it's going to begin against uh, Rondé Barber in Seattle, yeah. So.
2: Dude, now I'm more and more worried. As I'm looking at this, Dubs, I was expecting a lot more guys to be healthy, and I got some big names. Yeah, with a Q by him, With Q and P's next to them. The the P's I don't worry about as much as the Q's. A lot of injuries. I got two Q's in my starting lineup for this weekend, and genuinely there's just not a whole lot I can do. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Oh, boy. All right, let's go to Wallets in the 3-2-1. What do you got, Wallets?
9: Hey, I got
13: a couple players on my fantasy league. I'm starting some good receivers, but as a backup, I wanted to know who you would run with, uh, either Northcut from Cleveland or Imani Toomer from New York.
10: Northcut from Cleveland or Imani Toomer. I mean, both both like sort of, you know, fourth-tier kind of receivers. Um you know, with with Northcutt, you're probably looking at like a forty-fifty yard game. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with tumor. I, I would have to say tumor because you know the Giants. It, it's going to be probably a shootout. Um, you know, tumor I think you're you're probably looking at the same amount of yardage, but you you might get a touchdown out of them. Um, I would I would I would opt for tumor simply because it probably is going to be you know the, the Manning passing show, and they're going to be swinging the ball all over the place. So uh, just it's, it's just a little more proven than Northcutt, and and. Especially, you know, just just better quarterback play. Yeah,
2: I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Good luck, Mark Saint Amant, our fantasy football guru here in the Hideout row Radio 104.1, taking your questions on fantasy football and who you should start. Let's go to Nick in the 407. We got Nick.
10: Hey, what's going on? Um, I had a question about Nick Gonzalez. I picked him up in like the second or third round, and I've heard some talk from some people that uh, there might not be as much production there because they have offensive line problems. I wondered if that was thought that was true or not.
3: Tony Gonzalez.
10: For Gonzo, I mean, you, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of taking tight ends that early um, for that reason. You know, you look at Gonzo last year, he was taking really high, and because they had some problems, um, you know, he was he was forced to uh, stay in and block a little more. And I think it's going to be a little bit of the same this year. I, I think they're going to make a concerted effort to get him the ball more because he did have such a down season. But, you know, it's going to be all about LJ. It's going to be all about, you know, Kennison's going to get some balls, and, and I think, you know, that that's probably a, a, a sort of a lesson in not to reach for a tight end that early because, you know, you're, you're wasting a picket on second or third round for Gonzo when you can take a. Um you know a, a, a Ben Watson, a Heath Miller, a Chris Cooley in come on man. six you know <laughs> seven eight nine ten tenth round and get the same production. Like uh, I, I keep touting Ben Watson, he that guy's going to
11: be a beast this year.
10: So.
2: Who else would you have? Maybe who's on the phone with us, uh, Dubs? Nick in the 407. Nick, what, what's your other option there for uh, instead of Tony yeah, Gonzalez?
11: Um, I actually I actually opted to just
10: get uh, more wide receiver uh, depth. I don't have a backup guy as tight end. Um, it's just one of those things where if he doesn't work out, I'll just have to get somebody off the waiver, but. Um, I, the other question I had, real quick, speaking of that, was like um, for a third running back, I picked up Mike Bell, and oh, yeah. um, I wasn't sure if how that situation is going to shake down in Denver. Like I, I know they have a couple other guys. You guys, yeah. uh, I mean, have you heard anything about who are going to go with it down there? Yeah, I mean, Bell was it, was going pretty early, you know, relatively early for a guy who sort of came out of nowhere. He was sort of going in the, uh, you know, Willie Parker, Julius Jones, Frank Gore kind of range. And again, it's it's uh, Mike Shanahan is. Satan from hell, and, huh. and that's what he does. He, he screws with fantasy owners' heads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got Tatum Bell there, you have uh, Cedric Cobbs there kind of linger, lingering around. And, and, you know, Shanahan's proven in the past that, you know, just because he says a guy is the starter, uh, you never know who's going to finish the game, who's going to be the starter by, by week six. That said, Bell really impressed against the first team defenses in the preseason, and, you know, did well in the passing game. Um, so it, it, I think of the three, Mike Bell is the way to go. It's sort of his job to lose. Um, right. Uh, so You know so what? I, I, heard, for third back, I actually did to pick, pick up my um, guy at, at tight end for my backup, and I want to get your opinion of him, too. Uh, I got him real late round, uh, Leonard Pope. He's. He's a rookie from Georgia.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
10: uh, this guy's got Arizona. great size. Like I, I, I've kind of heard he might actually get the starting job at Arizona. As far, yeah, far no, far he, he is starting. He is starting. And he's, he is uh, starting good.
2: Well, that's not too bad. Then when you uh, when you look at everybody that they have over there, as far as the weapons, Arizona seems like it really could, like absolutely, Dubs, um, mm-hmm. turn into like kind of the fun and gun, you know, St. Louis way of uh, rolling yeah, with it. Sort of
10: the you know Rams slash Colts West. You know they. Um, uh, I wouldn't. You know, I, I think Pope is is gonna have a good game here or there. I wouldn't get wouldn't lean on him too heavily because, you know, between Bolden, Fitzgerald and Edge, there aren't gonna be too many balls to go around. Um,
2: what I like about our league is the fact that we ended up we don't we can have a tight end if we want one, right but it's uh two wide receivers and either a wide receiver or a tight end in the hideout fantasy football league. Again it's a hideout road radio one oh four point one. For those of us on the show, if our fantasy football team does the worst it has the fewest points at the end of the weekend. We do a stunt from Helmet of Pain. And uh, we got to go from there. Do we have to break?
3: Yeah, we need to break, and uh, there's a lot of more a lot more people who have uh, questions. So. I right,
2: tell you what, Mark, you want to hold on? We'll do it a little bit more for one yeah, more segment. I'll Can stick, you do that? I'll stick, I'll stick around. All right, fantasy football, the hideout, it's getting going. Do we have to link up to our uh, teams? On uh, The link for our teams is up on RealRadio.fm. Hold on a second, Mark. We'll be right back. Line up your fantasy football questions as uh, it all starts tomorrow night. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, wrapping up Hour 2 on this uh, Wednesday night before a uh, mini-vacation for the Monster Cruise. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. We'll introduce our guests in a second. Right now we're wrapping up fantasy football, though, Dubs, with our boy Mark St. Amant. He wrote the book Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Just kick it, tales of an underdog, overage, out-of-place, semi-pro football player. And uh, he's this is his third year in the hideout, giving us uh, fancy football picks. Always a, a pleasure to have Mark St. Amant in the hideout. Taking a few more of your phone calls, but I know Tommy had a question mm. first about his fancy football league. Again, for the hideout, if you're have the, if you on the hideout fancy football league, and you have the fewest points at the end of the weekend, you do a stunt from the helmet, helmet of pain. Helmet of pain. But, uh... Oh,
5: they going to ask about ultimate fighting again uh possibly no. yeah. hi tommy what's your question for my team actually, actually i usually pick the winners for that one uh this one i uh we're only allowed to start two running backs and somehow i wound up with six <laughs> uh so i need to know do i start lamont jordan thomas jones ronnie brown probably not amon green mike anderson or fred taylor
10: uh, we well can yeah you can rule out Amon, Taylor and Anderson because actually Musa Smith has sort of risen to the number two in Baltimore anyway so you can drop Anderson I think
8: damn
10: it um, let's see so you got Lamont Thomas Jones and Ronnie Brown Ronnie Brown um, let see you got San Diego at Oakland that's San Diego's a tough de- defense I actually think this week Chicago uh, I like Thomas Jones against uh, Green Bay Cedric Benson's questionable Jones once again wrestled away the number one job. Um, but two tough matchups for uh, for the for for Ronnie and Lamont. I think the tiebreaker is probably uh, you know the home, the home field advantage. I would go Lamont and uh, really? Tom Jones. Believe it or not. Yes. Um, but God, that's really close because you know Miami is going to rely pretty heavily on on Ronnie Brown. But I just see Pittsburgh be, being so hyped up. Um, you know, I, I think Lamont's probably just going to edge out Ronnie. So that- I
2: see I see Pittsburgh trying to make uh, Dante beat them. I think they're gonna yeah. to try to go that angle and really focus in on I Ronnie. So.
10: But I, I I fought really hard not to save Ronnie and Lamont and, and leave Jordan and uh, leave Jones out, but playing at Green Bay, Green Bay's, you know, not a good team. Chicago's gonna run the ball and you know, I,
2: I, I like Thomas Jones this week. Damn it, I wanted to pick him up. It's a hideout road, I point one. Time for only a couple more calls with our buddy Mark St. Lamont here in the hideout. Let's try uh oh, well, Jimmy just dropped off,
3: just about the to, to yeah. Let's go to Tree in yeah. three fifty two. What do you got, Tree?
10: Yeah, I was just curious. Uh, I got Heath Miller and Ben Watson. Which which guy do you think I should start? Uh, I think you go with Ben Watson. I get you know, especially right now, uh <laughs> Brady's literally got <laughs> really no one else to throw to. Uh Branch is holding out as you know, and he's got he's looking at a brand new Doug Gabriel, Shake Caldwell, who's a little shaky and Troy Brown who's you know almost 40. So I I think he's going to rely very heavily on Ben Watson. You can uh, you're probably looking at you know 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, um, and, and, and Buffalo is not very good, so um, I would go with Watson and uh, and just you know watch Brady target him all all day long.
14: Matt, what do you got? Is uh, Jamal Lewis going to do anything, or should I just drop him?
3: Drop
10: um, him. Well, you shouldn't drop him. Depends. Yeah, the
3: drop him. I I I don't think to pick him up, so he'd be there. Who else the do you have?
10: Huh? Who else do you have? I
14: have Edron James, Brian Westbrook work done and uh, why
5: why are people laughing that's a no, good that's not that's not bad I just the, the he has so low confidence in his team <laughs> mm-hmm. that he's just trying to get through it like oh God another you know, I loser. wouldn't I wouldn't
10: I wouldn't drop Lewis especially with the uh, you know the injury history of of, uh, of Westbrook and done you know they're gonna probably run him into the ground this year and he's he's never had you know a huge number of carries um, so he could break down himself I would hold on to Lewis and see what happens there I wouldn't drop him
8: Uh, I'm going
10: to be stunning, aren't I? Let us hope. Let us hope. I do see a helmet of pain in your future. Helmet
8: of
3: pain. I have one last question for you because I've gone back and forth and switched this over and over again. I have Broncos quarterback or uh, Rams quarterback.
7: Uh,
10: Bulger or, or Plummer? is
7: that? <laughs> well, we we do it by team quarterbacks, oh, so like quarterback. if uh, if anybody goes
3: down, we can you know, they uh, we get their backup too.
10: Right, right, right. Are, are you asking which which one to start? Which, to one, to or start? which one to start? keep.
3: Well,
12: which one um, to start?
10: I, I would say Rams at home. I think I think okay. uh, Bulger. You know, Linahan. Mike Marks would get Bulger killed because he would have he would have Bulger take you know thirty eight step drops and to you know let Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce run mm-hmm. hundred yards. So. He's eliminated that. He's going to keep Bulger. Uh, Linehan's going to keep Bulger, uh, Bulger, healthier this year. This year, and you know, you know, he's going to hook up with Tory Holt. I would say uh, this week, uh, go with go with Bulger.
2: Did Kevin Curtis beat out Isaac Bruce? Um, no,
10: I, I, Bruce is still the sort of, you know, in name the number two. But Curtis, I think, has more upside, much more upside than, than Bruce this year.
2: I've got him sitting on my bench, so I was just wondering if that had officially happened or not.
10: Yeah, no, he's I, I definitely. Definitely someone to, to keep, um, I think, and especially with with Ike getting up in age and he's got some toe problems, and um, I, I think Curtis is a good guy to have around. All
2: right, there he is, our buddy Mark St. Amant. We have one more call
3: for you, and then I uh, will uh, wrap this up. Jimmy in the 407.
10: What do you got, Jimmy?
9: Hey, I have a third running back, I, um, and I have a choice between either starting Reggie Bush or Fred Taylor. Who should I start?
10: Um, let's see. I think, you know what, I think you got to go with uh, Reggie Bush. Um, it, it's more of like a, you know, rolling the dice a little bit with the, with the home run threat. Uh, but Taylor's playing a really tough Dallas uh, defense, and Bush is playing an improved Cleveland defense, but it's still the Browns. And, and you know, in the first game of the year, they're going to want to utilize Bush as much as possible. You know, Deuce is still going to get a lot of the, uh, you know, the carries inside the 20, but I think between the 20s, it's going to be a lot of Bush. And especially if you get um, points per reception, I'm not sure if you do, but if you get a point per reception, Bush is going to be, um, you know, if you just... there I'd go with
2: Reggie. All right, there he is, our boy Mark Saint Amant. Fantasy football, uh, get the books. Committed confessions of a fantasy football junkie. Just kick it. Tales of an underdog, overage, out of place semi-pro football player. Dubs. It's so important for us because. Yeah. Whoever at the end of the weekend loses, we ought to maybe even decide what the stunt is before the show's over tonight. Probably
3: should because uh, we're going to be off all weekend uh, until Tuesday. Right. So, uh, Mark, uh, I just want to ask you one more thing. Because right. of the whole uh, uh, Dominic Davis thing, right, how right. bad is, uh, is the feelings over uh, at the front office in Houston for passing up on Reggie Bush?
10: It's it's amazing. I mean, it's they really watched I, that one, and it's not surprising that Charlie Casserly made that move, and then he was he was you know sort of asked mm-hmm. to uh, to take a hike. Um, that that's something that they, you know, um, Bill Simmons today on you know the Sports Guy column had a good comparison to, you know, um, uh, the Portland Trailblazers taking Sam Bowie and passing on MJ and and it's really, it's not that bad because, you know, you're saying that Sam Bowie was actually a very productive player before he got hurt it, but this is the the first thing that has reeked of passing on MJ and I think it's really going to come back to haunt Houston because not only they think that Davis was going to be their back they have a ton of money tied up in him and he's got no knee cartilage left in his entire body
2: so, oh, so uh, it's, uh, and that's the other thing too is that Look, granted, whoever it was they chose was a good defensive end, mm-hmm. but when you have difference makers like... Mario Williams. Yeah, Mario Williams. When you have difference makers like a Reggie Bush or even a Vince Young, guys that kind of come along once every five, you six al- years... You
3: always want that playmaker. You, uh, No matter if it pans out or not, you, you're never going to be blamed for taking a
2: playmaker. Oh, exactly. there it is. All right, there he is, our buddy Mark Sainamon. Thanks for coming in the hideout, brother. bro. Hey, no problem, guys. Talk Do it again next Friday. That's our boy. Um, he was on ESPN Classic last year with Meatloaf. He did a fantasy <laughs> football show. That's interesting. Yeah. And uh, we'll throw, Hey, we need a fantasy football expert in. Uh, why don't we throw Meatloaf in the mix?
3: That never
2: can go wrong. Is it the sportsrag.com? That's yes. his website, right? Sportsrag.com, like a satirical look at sports. So there he is. Tell you what, let's take a break, come back. The home wreckers here, Pedro. Uh, and he's uh he's brought back in his boy uh Ian. The and Canadian. We'll, well uh Alright, no wonder Ian didn't give me his last name last go around. Jesus. Gotoski? Gotoski yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Gotoski Gatoski. Gatosky. Same thing. Damn Michigan. That just reminds me of Michigan. I know you're from Canada, aren't you? Yeah. Gatosky. Gatoski. Yeah, damn Those Michigan, damn Wisconsin. Those Those fossil names. rocks. Uh, <laughs> oh, take a break. Come back. Dubs, I have once again what I am going to believe is the story of the year. It's hard to believe that we've had so many. Four of them. Like in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But in the last two weeks, we have gotten stories that are just horrendous in ways that you couldn't even imagine. This may be the topper. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, welcome back to the Hideout, kicking off Hour 3. Only two more hours uh, live in the Hideout this week before we go on the Monster Cruise. So hop on in. 407 916
3: 1041 888 1041 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
2: Our comedian buddies are in here, J-Dubs. Of course, it's our boy Pedro Lima, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And uh, Ian Gatowski.
0: Oh, yeah. Gatowski no, in the house.
2: Gatowski, all right. Uh, FunnyIan.com. Nothing really to promote, Other uh, they're just kind of hanging out. So uh, check out the websites You're looking for MySpace friends, so MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro and uh, FunnyIan.com. 407 916 1041 8889 Dubs, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know, and those of you just now joining us in the hideout tonight, kind of breaking news, we had the video of the Steve Irwin killing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's like the death. So oh, someone sent yeah. over the video to us, and we've posted it on our website, <laughs> hideoutheretics.net, where it's on the fan board. So if you're just now tuning in, and, uh I mean, it's grotesque.
3: Yeah, make sure you go watch the Steve Irwin death video.
2: Uh It's under general show discussion. <laughs> Be 18 and over. Uh, nah. I
3: yeah, say uh, 14 and uh, under. 18. Four, four, four. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: yeah, those are the kids that were watching his show, so they should really see how to not handle a stingray. Yeah. 18 and over. Stingray.
2: <laughs> Um, and it's under the uh, Breaking News, the Steve Irwin death footage. L. Ross has posted it on HideoutHeretics.net. Uh, people want to know if we stole Ian from SBK Live, too. So it's already starting. <laughs> That's already starting. Uh, You're Dubs, all banned. Dubs, SBK, <laughs> boom, bye, hey. uh, let me ask you, J-Dubs, uh, story of the year. What huh? do you think it is?
3: Well, we've had a couple of them. Do you want me to... Roll down the last ones we've yeah, had. Yeah, we can go through those. Uh, last, uh, the first one, the first story of the year, was the uh, 500-pound woman who uh, was neglected by her handlers, which were uh, her husband and her daughter. Uh, then that No, that's what they call them, handlers. <laughs> the handlers. <laughs> like she's an elephant. and uh,
2: <laughs> She was, baby.
3: And uh, they... Uh, they were neglecting her because the the uh, husband and the daughter were having sex in front of her,
2: right? And oh. not
3: feeding her, not you know, moving her and getting rid of her bed sores, just completely mm. neglecting her because they were banging.
2: By the way, while you're on hideoutheretics.net to see that video, um, also too, you may want to check out in the chat room. There's a. Uh some special planning going on with the heretics in the chat oh, room, so you nice. want to check that out as well. Have fun there. Uh, again, it's under general show discussion, but just now tuning in. 407 916 104 So there was that, then there was the Michigan couple who held up essentially what was the Salvation Army, and as it turns out, didn't they, get a they, whole they, lot, like 60, 60 bucks worth of uh, stuff but the, some video games. The big story was that the mid-Michigan guy, I'll call him Dubs' dad, mm-hmm. uh, pointed a gun at the black guy and said, I'm going to shoot this in and blow the chitlins out of him, and then forced his underage girlfriend to give him oral treats uh, while just standing there in the middle of the second-hand store. So there was that one. There was, oh, the other one we just had earlier this week where we had the, the
0: kid. Football dad.
2: The football dad. who um, His kid was on the team. He was a smaller kid. Another guy on the other team. I know. Probably an 11-year-old, 12-year-old. Comes over, gives a cheap shot during a uh, kickoff run back. And football dad runs all the way across the field. And takes the other kid out with like a a jumping forearm shiver. So it was
3: Deacon Jones right to his face. Yeah,
2: Dubs, this may beat them all. Um, Here is what I'm gonna say: the new nominee for Story of the Year in the Hideout.
12: Hideout Download.
0: Disturbing details tonight on the investigation of an attempted grave
13: robbery in Cassville.
1: It happened Saturday at the St. Charles Catholic Cemetery. Authorities arrested these three men, Alex Grunke, Nicholas Grunke, and Dustin Radke. There you see them there for digging up the...
3: What do they look like?
2: White. Yes. Oh, yeah. White dirt stash. <laughs> yeah. Just dirty kids. You know what they looked like? They looked like unkept emo boys. <laughs> like the boys who maybe didn't have enough for the hair gel to mm-hmm. spike their hair up on one side. So they just like get dirty so they could do it like that? Exactly. Um, I could. You could even say a little dirt stash with one of those boys, but yeah, a little bit. Definitely white, please. Hideout download.
1: There you see them there for digging up the grave of a woman buried last weekend. All three men were formally charged with the crime today. News 3's Andy Choi joins us with details from the courtroom. Well, after being taken into custody this weekend for allegedly digging up the grave, in a just-released criminal complaint, one of the men confesses to a motive intent to have sex with the victim's body. <laughs> in a taped confession, suspect Dustin Rackey details an elaborate plan. Racky alleges Nicholas Grumke asked him to help locate and dig up the victim's body and take the victim to a preselected location. The complaint even details the three suspects stopped at a store on their way to the cemetery to buy condoms.
0: <laughs> well, they, they, why did he, Dome. Was that was that the elaborate plan? A at, shovel and at condoms. At least they had yeah. safe sex.
2: Yeah. If nothing else, you can see that sex education works. <laughs> uh, what, why
3: do there need to be three of them? One to do it, and two to just have a
2: hot water super soakers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's <good>. a job. <laughs> wow. I, again. Was I wrong? Could this now be the story of the year? Yeah. I, I, the kick- I mean, I can see one guy
3: being that disturbed, but one guy tricking two other people into, hey, this is a good idea.
2: The kicker is, uh, listen, I got an idea, boys, but we got to be safe about it. We got to pick up some gym hats. Because yeah. if we don't pick up some Jimmy hats, uh, we could catch something.
3: I think rig mortis kills AIDS, so they they should be fine. Oh
2: no, wait! There's
0: oh, I don't even want to go into it, but just the nastiness of it. Even before that, you're sitting in, at home, you're playing PlayStation, whatever. And, and let's say uh, me, Ian, and Matt are just there, and we're like, "Dude, you know what I feel like? I need some dead pussy." <laughs> You can't, oh, say that. That. <laughs> you, you can't say that. Look at him! Look all shocked.
5: No, you can't, say, you can't that. say that.
2: You gotta use a euphemism or something.
5: You gotta, you, you gotta. I had a feeling that was gonna happen. You know, like a, I, there's a, car, a lead
2: up there. There's just uh, it's like a car accident. You just see
5: everything in slow motion. You're just I, but, like, Don't do it. Oh,
2: what Pedro it. was trying to say, what she did say, but I'll, I'll try to say it for him, was if he and Ian Matt were sitting around, they go, you know what, buddy. I need some dead naughty bits. All right, we'll just put it like that, you know. And but you're right though, because you got to stop and you got to think about the mentality. Because apparently this woman, and I'd love to know what the backstory is. They must have had their eye on her because she had died a week earlier.
3: Exactly, and I, I guarantee you the, the the kind of like the scenario was the same where he was like they're like sitting around playing video games, and he's like, you know what, we should dig that bitch up. And that like, keeps on going, like, yeah, we should dig that bitch up. You know what? If we do, I'll do her. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you
2: won't. Oh, want to bet? Go get the condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it all starts. Feels like dry
8: oatmeal.
2: Oh, they have her photo. Hers? Of uh-huh. the chick? All right, hold on a second. Damn it, I got to try to... Fakey's? Uh right, here are the guys. All right, here are the photos of the guys. Oh boy, look at these losers. Uh, Thank you to Bipolar Steve who sent over the uh, the smoking dot dun- uh, com uh, version of the story. Yeah, they're like um. Oh, hold on a second, oh, Wisconsin man, Wisconsin. There it goes, mm-hmm. up near mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so smitten. Whoa! Well, you had to dig on out now before it got. Uh, i right, let me into read the winter. Let me read the story to you real fast, and then we'll get back to the news story. She right. died when Nicholas Grunke last spotted a newspaper photo of Lauren Tinson, and the the Wisconsin man apparently became so smitten that he plotted a randy rendez- a rendezvous with the twenty year old woman. So I guess he she died in a motorcycle accident. Oh, undeterred.
14: Ugh.
0: Imagine that road rash.
14: Mm, a lot of <laughs> strawberries.
0: <laughs> There's gravel in her fufa. Uh, thank you for using another word.
2: <laughs> for once. Yeah, you got to look at these guys. Oh man, they're um, they're dirt stashes. There's no doubt about it. Although they look like they could write a uh, a nice comedy cartoon like South Park. Mm-hmm. I want to see. Is it morbid? Because I want to see what this chick looked like. I mean, if he was that taken by her.
3: She had to be hot. I mean, you know what? That chick's so hot, I'd do her dead.
2: Tommy, I want you to (laughs) find a photo of Laura Tinson. Google Images. Spell it. Uh, I will send it over to you, because I don't want people clogging up the Internet looking for this. We're the only they're going to clog up Google.
3: That's one thing you don't have to worry about them clogging
0: That's up.
2: That's the power of the hideout, my friend. We crash websites. It's like Google. Uh,
0: yeah. You know what this means? This means if Jenna Jameson was to die tomorrow, they're going to have to put, like, armed security at her grave
2: <laughs> It's true, because you don't know what these animals are capable of. You're just going to see
3: a bunch of dirty kids ru- drive up in backhoes.
2: Right. <laughs> with ice cream scoopers in hand. Ready, right. ready just ready just make another hole. 407 916 Eight <laughs> nine seven eight one zero four one. Are we good to go? We got a break. Are we, all right, cool. We can still keep going. All right. Um, all right. So let's let's uh, let's continue the story here. This is from WISC. TV. I download.
1: Rackie alleges Nicholas Grumkey asked him to help locate and dig up the victim's body and take the victim to a pre-selected location. The complaint even details the three suspects stopped at a store on their way to the cemetery to buy condoms. The three men appeared in Grand County Circuit Court today. They're charged with attempted theft and attempted third degree sexual assault. If they're convicted, the men could face up to five and a half years in prison for both the misdemeanor theft and the attempted sexual assault, which is a felony crime.
2: I- I didn't know that, like, a necrophilia act, um, (laughs) I I didn't know, come here, give that to me, I didn't know that that act, though, could be considered a felony? Yeah, well, especially, like, like a sex crime. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because
3: you're, you're kind of sexually attacking the family at that point. Yeah,
0: they like, they feel raped. They they take the rape <laughs> upon them at that point. Yeah, if your sister had that happen, you'd be like, eh, I wish she was dead anyways. I think everybody you know, in your family kinda of care about that <laughs> yeah. just a little bit.
2: <laughs> I didn't I mean I was just it was kinda of shocking to me, I didn't really realize. Hideout download. Obviously they
7: all stand here innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. <laughs> uh, but by the admission of two of them, they were here to dig up uh, the Tennyson victim, the Tennyson girl, and by the admission of one of them, that was for the purpose, so that one of them could have sex uh, with her, and I think that
1: goes then for towards... Bail for Dustin Radke is set at $1,500 for both Nicholas and Alexander Grumke. Bail is set at $1,000. News
0: Andy Choi on our news center tonight. Andy, thanks.
2: Uh, thank you, Andy, from the hideout. 407-916-1041, 888 1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones.
3: Now, Dubs... Have you seen this story anywhere else? I I only
2: saw... It seems like it kind of just broke. You'd think that'd be national by now. At some point, I think it's going to have to be. And the thing about it is, I think tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's going to start hitting most of like the national tabloid um, newspapers. You know, like the New York Post... Um, well, even regular newspapers too, you'd imagine. And they always have those shock jock shock jock headlines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To try to grab your attention. And you just know that at some point
3: <laughs> they they're bang g- the hell out of her.
2: <laughs> Literally.
3: <laughs> dot. 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 This
8: is NBC Nightly News. Um,
14: banging a dead horse. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Headline. Pretty you think, instinct.
2: Talk about. Pretty instinct. <laughs> you <laughs> you, know, you know, you could see it though. You mm-hmm. would probably see it on one of these uh, on one of these big shock newspapers that you know specialize, or even on websites too. You know what I mean? That shock headline. Front page. Cold case.
0: Just the corpse in
2: us.
8: (laughs) Throwback! Uh, Three
14: guys and a corpse.
0: (laughs) Deadwood. (laughs) The cold and the beautiful. (laughs) Everyone loves necrophilia. (laughs) Rape a mortis. You know you're going to see that, though. I mean, it's not
2: out of the realm of possibility for the shock headlines to start making their way, and you'll see them tomorrow.
3: 407 916 1041, 1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Go to Zachary in the 407. What do you got, Zachary?
11: Hello. Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, um, about necrophilia and the legalities of it, uh, because I have the internet and I get bored easily,
6: <laughs> I. Uh,
8: I've been online
6: and checked out the legalities of such acts. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, in most of the 50 states, except for New York and California, it is legal within certain restrictions. Uh, It is Mm. legal to commit necrophilia if the body in question is in will to you. Or if you were married to the person before they were deceased.
8: Holy
3: Christ. I hadn't willed to you.
2: Oh. I'm going to leave you
3: my naughty bits.
0: Yeah. And you use those whenever yeah. you want. Have fun.
2: Oh, oh my. Alright, thank you, dude.
0: Oh. I'm going to mess with some guy's will and uh, <laughs> leave his body to a bathhouse in New York. <laughs> alright,
2: alright, I got the photo. Huh?
0: Yeah.
2: All right, can you um, uh, send it over to me? The man sent it to me. I'm gonna send it to you, Tommy, to post on HideoutHeretics.net. <laughs> or I don't know if they want to post it on HideoutHeretics.net. She right? Brittany. Yeah, she is uh I mean I don't know if she's good enough to commit one of the most heinous acts on earth. Headline cops catch a couple stiffs. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: grave robbers open the box yeah. she was wanted dead or alive <laughs> all right I this feel story
12: awful.
3: pales in comparison she's pale because she's dead I understand.
0: <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> yeah we have to explain them <laughs> uh,
2: i feel ah, boy she was cute i mean i'm not gonna lie to you especially for a wisconsin chick they're normally pretty hideous Wisconsin pretty.
0: She's okay. kind of cold blooded.
8: <laughs> that bitch was cold blooded.
5: Looking <laughs> <laughs> to a dead life facade. She looks exactly like someone I went to high school with. Um. um I don't see right, K Mike
2: wants to know why this chick, though? Was she drop dead sexy or something? <laughs> Uh, 916 1041 888-978-1041. What's going on? Was, oh, is that her? The one with the uh black hair? Yeah, down at the very... Uh...
3: Nice, because I keep on rolling by all these, like, uh just elders.
2: I feel awful, man. That's, uh... She's hot. I don't know if she's that hot, though, but then if you look at the dirt stashes... Um... Oh, I'm sure she's a princess to them. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Let's go to our crank... Mo- Crack Monkey
3: Ken in the 407. What
2: do you got? Yo, um, I got a t-shirt that says
11: necrophilia. There should crack open a cold one.
3: (laughs) Jeez, That's a good headline. Yeah. (laughs) Wisconsin boys crack open a cold
2: one. That's their version of the beast. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, uh, I'm kind of in shock. I see the girl. Look, I'm not going to say I sit here and I understand because it's still awful, but but and when you look at the guys, but how do you become that obsessed? I mean, you got to think about the thought process for a second because I don't think they knew her, and I got to have the I'm not going to be able to read the smoking gun article right here, Mm -hmm. but it seems that um, he didn't even he had no idea who the chick was. He just saw her obituary. Hold I'm seeing guys.
3: it now. She might get another visit. Yeah, hold her these
0: cats, man.
2: Uh, it looks like they the are mid twenties? Yeah. Twenty year old. So they're yeah, they're they're young dudes. I mean, they're about her age. I wonder if they went to school or right, when confronted by a cop, a very nervous Alex Grunky admitted the grave robbing scheme, noting that his cohorts were digging up the coffin. <laughs> When police arrived, they were gone, but they noticed that the hole had been dug all the way down to the concrete vault encasing the woman's coffin.
3: I, I found the motive. What is that? Fair board step.
2: every 20-year-old guy. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Discretion advised. Cafe? Cafe? Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1 on this um, Wednesday night before we go on vacation to the Monster Cruise. John Boy on the IM
3: asks, when it comes to necrophilia, does the five-second rule
2: still apply? <laughs> K-Mike, <laughs> wants to dust it off. K-Mike wants to know uh, what kind of uh, sex music do necrophiliacs listen to, Cold as Ice? Pez in the three two one. Yeah, hey, guys,
11: uh, you should just give it up with this girl. She'll end up giving you the cold shoulder.
2: will <laughs> <laughs> just break off in your hand. <sighs> all right, here's what we got. If you go to hideoutheretics.net, here's what you're going to see. First of all, you're going to see the plugs for our comedian buddies who are here. Very easy, quick links to myspace.com slash nofilterpedro and funnyian.com. And also, too, it's my understanding that uh, people are going there in droves to see what we started with, the breaking news of the Steve Irwin death footage. If you're just not joining us, you'll want to see that. And the um, grave-digging necrophilia scheme busted. Mm-hmm. The photos are up as well on uh, hideoutheretics.net. So uh, do go and join and uh, meet other people just like you. 407 916 1041 and star 1041 in your singular wireless phones. Uh, yes. Yeah. I gotta say, when we rank these stories of the year, what do you think, dubs? This one's up there. I don't, do you think it beats the 500 pound woman? Yes. Then it is the story of the year because I think it beats, uh, football dad. Mm hmm. And the Michigan one is just something to expect.
0: <laughs> it's a Saturday afternoon drive
2: Yeah. That's... Oddly enough, none
3: of the stories of the year from Florida Usually that's the place where all this odd stuff happens You're right, usually if
2: you see these on FARC.com there's, there's a, a nice, Florida. nice Florida tag I'm kind of proud of that mm-hmm. That's something to be proud of right there A little mm-hmm. pat on the back um, Dubs, I guess our intern had a bit idea <sighs> Do we want to bring the great Gazoo in? He's uh, taking a phone call right now Matt, why don't you, uh, or even Chunks Matt, you can stay there, Chunks, go fill in on the phones While the Great Gazoo comes in And we'll have him sit down And I guess he pitched an idea to you, Dubs, right? Yeah, he had
3: a uh, idea for a bit He uh, came up to me in the elevator said, hey, I have this great idea for a bit
5: and, Why uh, is he talking to you In the elevator? Yeah. He shouldn't be I talking to you at all, actually
3: I know, uh, Chunks are actually talked to him about it It won't happen again
5: That kid uh, looks
0: like a senator <laughs> yeah, Um come
2: on in, Great Gazoo, Manning. Yeah, that is—it's really Mr. Kennedy. People I... are saying too, and let's point the camera on him Let's get the camera on them, Uh for people to watch on real TV oh. on RealRadio.fm. Uh, you take a nice look at that noggin. By the way, people want to know they're on real TV. Uh, we call him Great Gazoo
3: because of the size of his gargantuan head. Hard.
2: People are bitching that you don't wear enough green. <laughs> dum dum. Yeah, and you're supposed to greet us with "Hello, dum dums." Hello, dum dums. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. So creepy. <laughs> yeah. All right. People are saying that they got kicked out of the real TV chat for a phrase which you can't say on the radio. LOL. Uh, that's why there's the unfiltered chat on mm-hmm. Heretics.net. All right. So it's political season. You know, it's uh, 2006, you got midterm elections, of course the big race here in Florida is for governor, and the Great Gazoo Manning, I don't want you to set up the bit, we'll just play it, the Great Gazoo Manning had an idea, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because he figured, hey, it's timely, it's <laughs> yes. It's election time. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, here we go, here's the Great Gazoo Manning's first bit.
5: Heaven, I'm giving you one chance to back out. Please. Please. Well,
2: I mean, I want to see if the kid has not answered phone calls for two hours because he's been working on this masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So let's hear let's it.
12: Would you like a different kind of candidate in two thousand and six? Well vote for Terry Shaivo for governor.
2: Oh well I thought
12: that old tard was dead. Well, well you, you were wrong. Terry Shaivo is what Floridians need for the next four years. So where Sorry, does Tappi. Terry stand I'm on out. certain issues? I don't know, but I'd like to find out. Well, let's ask her. How do you feel about gay adoption? Mm-hmm. Health insurance. Mm-hmm. Where are you going, Matt? Gays being able to marry. No. Education. Hmm. Would you have any more comments you would like to add? Mm-hmm. Now it's clear to see why Terry Schiavo is right for Florida in 2006. Paid political advertisement by Terry Schiavo.
2: Why is there just music playing? Um... <laughs> All right, so High Not Road Radio 104.1. I'd like to say that's not uh, in any way endorsed by and dubs.
5: People are turning to Jack FM now. He's he topical. That is...
2: See, that's the thing. <laughs>
5: 16 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: right. This is perfect for 2005 April. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, March. Do you drive a DeLorean?
12: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it would be good, you know, to give me some experience. It wasn't. Studio,
0: but it wasn't good. I thought it was good. Are you working at John nope. Monet for Mayor of Colorado?
3: <laughs> 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 Mims in the three two one, likes Gazoo. Hey, Duff.
7: what's going on, buddy? What's up? Hey, how you doing? You still got that Mexican there, with you? I'm right here. Hey, hey, how you doing, Chunk? Texas,
2: all right. What <laughs> do you want, Mims?
7: I'm sorry. I was going to say that great Gazoo did a great job. Really, he he tried hard.
2: Uh, he tried hard, but he. He didn't seem to look through today's newspaper. He decided to pick something from 14, 15, 16 months ago, and that's part of the problem. Well, that doesn't help. (laughs) That doesn't say anything. Sure it does. All right, Mims. Thank you. You're driving me crazy. I love you, too. All right. What the hell? Bye, buddy. (laughs) You're so high tonight, Mims. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is this Captain Spaulding? All right. LOL. So, are we going to get a nice Elian Gonzalez for Senator bit <laughs> yeah. next week? Is that what we're looking at? Scott Peterson. Yeah, I want to do, uh, come on. I want to do <laughs> Look brother up. Go away. So Mims. I love me. you too. Mims, dude, you're fantastic. We hang up. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. He's fantastic as I'm fantastic. No, you're awful. Oh. <laughs> Douche chill. That's what that was. And I'd like to give you this label, shock jock, because that had no redeeming value. Well, at least it unlike wasn't the like, previous segment we did, at least it
12: wasn't like Radio Jihad or some crazy thing like that. that. Radio Jihad.
8: Jihad. Jihad.
12: Goddamn dog! I'm sorry, I'm still going through puberty. I kind of crack my voice. So
2: what? What was it that made you think, hey, this would be funny? A Terry Shivo for governor?
12: Well, you know, I was uh, laying down on my bed last night, and I just thought of it, and I just started laughing hysterically, and I was just like, man, that's going to be a great bit, so I you know, just want to come in here today. I recorded it, and I thought it was going to be excellent. And once... So you,
3: you, it came to you in your sleep? Yeah, dead. Now, like I was listening things. to Ron and Fez today, and uh, this reminded me of something that happened to me, too. I don't go with any bits that I think of when I'm sleeping because they end up being the worst ones and Ron was talking about I it heard and he that. And he's, he, he, uh, he sticks to the story that he had a, a, a funny idea and he was laughing his ass off in the middle of uh, the night so he wrote it down and when he woke up and looked at it all it said is squirrels wearing pants
2: and in the middle of
8: the night
3: he thought that was hilarious
2: but I, heard, I out, heard a different one. It was Fez with uh, yeah, a, then, a mommy partner's forehead, mm-hmm. which was also funny too. Um, but uh, that happened to me before too. I used to keep a pen and paper right next to my uh, my bed, and I would write stuff down, and it never made sense when I woke up. Well, Seinfeld had a whole episode on that. Oh, did it? You never watched where mm-hmm. Jerry, he woke up in the middle of the night laughing with a joke. He wrote it down. Right. Uh, he, could, he wrote it so poorly, he's trying to figure out the whole episode, what it was that he wrote down because he wanted to use it for a set. But then he finally figured it out, and he's like, that's not funny. What the hell? <laughs> and that was it. That was the, uh, that was the brilliance of that episode. Uh, not brilliant, though, that bit. So are we looking forward in 2008 a nice Steve Irwin bit? Is that what we're gonna get two years from now? Nah,
12: No,
8: have Sorry, sorry. You're
12: disease. This is hef- I uh, <laughs> I gotta think of something <laughs> it that'll that'll just make people like laugh like crazy. And that wasn't and, it. And women will be having premature babies everywhere oh, and it just shut crazy, stuff like that. Like I want something really good. You're absolutely nutty. What are you uh two words John Ritter. Give that a
0: shot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How about that? We'll just roll with that angle.
0: Oh my god. Susan Smith for Transportation Office. Yeah. <laughs> Department of Transportation.
5: Did you choose that haircut when you were sleeping too? <laughs> No,
0: I'm trying to find
5: the haircut that actually oh, fits my off, head Oh, shut up, please, seriously.
14: What about the Lindbergh baby? Take that thing down and out. No, <laughs> <laughs> no stop, Jessica? Just Walking in, in fields for no reason? What are you
2: doing? And it's not enough that that poor woman didn't suffer uh, for so long. you got to sit here and got to make a radio bit
0: out of her. You guys have picking too much on Senator Gazoo here.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, man.
0: of the Hun, maybe? Yeah, he <laughs> dead for a
2: while. <laughs>
14: yeah. Died on a blood clot in his throat. How about that?
2: All right. Well, they can get a right, I'm, me- I'm really upset, though. Bipolar Steve says he can't wait for his OJ bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, anti Matt in the uh, 407 is. Who is this
12: stranger?
6: Hey, what up, man? Well,
12: I was going to say, I can't wait for the night tonight. Why
6: don't
8: you go work for Garabo, jackass? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why don't you shut
12: your mouth, you idiot? <laughs> oh! oh, <damn>. oh <laughs> good boy! Chalk, chalk, you recover from that one. <laughs> and I'm also upset that Matt decided to leave the studio while my bit was playing. You guys kept your headphones on, kept your mics in front of you, but Matt, he just threw them down and uh, he just walked I out. I wish I
3: would have. I honestly do. I, I was hoping that it would turn around at some point. I'd rather you bang
14: current. a current girl in front of me um, than play that bit again.
2: Uh, Giant Brian says... Did you like a different kind of candidate uh, no, in 2006? No, Stop it. That's a one-and-done bit. <laughs> uh, Giant Brian says, tell the intern something might have happened to a girl named Anne Frank. Maybe her for <laughs> All oh, you anti-Semites <laughs> laugh at Jesus. A little guy named Hitler might want to look uh, into him. Oh, boy. So there was your genius. Huh? That's what you spent two hours on today. I Four hours. Thanks, by the way. Well, I mean, if you want to give him a grade for technical ability, I guess it was better than what the previous interns have done. That is true. Except for manhole. Or Putin. But uh, as far as like comedy goes, it wasn't quite there. Now, dubs...
0: <laughs> do you want to say why he did it? Yeah.
3: Well, when he came up to me in the elevator and told me about the bed, I'm like, wow, that's that's ingenious, <laughs>
12: dude. You got to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, he made me feel like I was the greatest thing on earth. Yeah. He really did, dude. Debs, he's
4: got a really funny joke. There. Tell me what you told Tommy and I.
12: Oh, I got a really good joke for okay.
2: you. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, uh,
0: wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. What's up? Go ahead. Brace himself. Man.
2: I have mind that you have two very successful comedians in the room. Oh, great. Tech, so. I can learn stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways,
12: if I go up to a girl and she's flat chested, I just say to her, hey, I like girls as they were when they were 10 years old. <gasps> oh, God. Where's the
0: punchline? I missed something. Yeah. Pedro's going to be Chunk in my shock. <laughs> okay. that, that's a size
14: yeah. 16, everybody. Stand back. <laughs> what's, what's up with the Nemo Phillips delivery? Why, why is, is all the <laughs> flailing
2: of the arms? I don't know. What was that? I don't even know. My aunt don't you get it? <laughs> that joke was this
3: d- kid. That joke was darer than Laura Tennyson.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the problem, Chunks? What's going on, Chunks? 407 916 1041 you have more
12: material? I don't have any more material, but I do have this to say. Can you guys hook me up
2: with a really hot-looking woman? No. Okay. <laughs>
12: I'm a gun.
2: He's, he's, i want the, a gun. Hold on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, which is interesting, and I'm so glad we have real TV on RealRadio.fm radio. FM. he does this thing when he talks. Mm-hmm. He a pull, jitterbug. Oh, hold on. He puts his hands together in like a praying motion and goes side to side like this. <laughs> like he's a genie. Like he's a genie.
3: You great gazoo man. All right, from now on, unf- genie in a bottle is his theme music.
2: Unf- <laughs> a funny bastard. That's a hot song. Christ almighty. Mm. Wow, we have a
3: loaded board here. We have to go to uh, Boggs Wayne Gacy. Still Bicurious BJ's on hold for some reason.
2: Oh, he wanted to talk a little trash about his fantasy football team.
3: Okay. You want to
2: go to him? I can sing better than him. Yeah, let's talk to curious By the way, it is funny you bring that up. So I'm listening to the uh, Real Radio Rewind on the way back from... Mm-hmm. On the way back from... Sun on the Beach. Sun on the Beach on Monday night. And we had the curious BJ when he first came in, and he sang show tunes a cappella. He'll do it again. Dude, at the time I was like, I don't know if this is funny or not. We're just trying to kill some time at the end of the show. I re-listened to it. It was the funniest thing on earth to me. And I don't know if it's because we know BJ, and he looks like a shorter, fatter Conan O'Brien, or what it is. (laughs) But it was just, to me it was hysterical. BJ.
13: Yes.
2: What's going down?
13: Uh, Not much. You guys read the article up on the uh, website? What was uh, fantasy fantasy football homepage?
2: No, what's the article?
13: Oh, there's an, someone posted an article on there. You got to go check it out. On ours? Yes.
2: All right, I'll go check it out. So, BJ, while we're
3: while we're checking it out, sing Castle on the Cloud.
13: Castle on the Cloud. I didn't. I already performed that once. I
3: mean, <laughs> which one then? As. Um as. Shoot. <laughs>
0: you
13: know that's it's, you know that's something that you got to got to be prepared for. Cats. Cat? I don't know cats. Rent. You know what? I should I should watch cat. West side.
2: How about a little West side? That's what you do the other time. How about a little West Side story?
13: What What? didn't I do when you're a jet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I no, I can't do it. Why not? If <laughs> you knew it by heart then, <laughs> he I,
8: didn't, she's
3: I, didn't, like, I didn't say it
13: I didn't say I know the words. Do it then. I mean, he's, you just put me
3: on the spot. Come on. You heard the
13: whole setup. in downtown... Okay, okay. First, got to understand my setting. I'm standing in downtown Follerville.
8: Ooh,
3: the Mecca. People
13: walking around. So imagine, Just imagine you're walking by or you're driving by and you just see the short, fat kid singing frickin' West Side Story into his cell phone.
2: <laughs> do it. Right, come on. Now, now That's even funnier.
13: Uh, I, I can't do it. Come, come on. on. Oh, it looks more. Um... All right, all right, all right, fine. All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for this car to drive by first. <laughs> no one's going right, <laughs> Oh, I would have beat those kids up anyway, so I would have managed. <laughs> all right, here we go. When you're a jet, you're a jet, all the way from your first cigarette till your last dying day. When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan, you got brothers around, you're a family man. You're never alone, you're never disconnected. you home with your own. When company's expected, you're well protected. Then you are set with a capital J, which you'll never forget till they cart you away. When you're a jet, you stay on... Oh.
0: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It took forever. Then he's like right into it. He's like, I don't know oh, no. this song. I don't get that. Jet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. If I'm gonna do it, I'm
5: gonna do it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm
13: not gonna half-ass it. You know. You
0: know Neil Diamond? You're like a drunk I, chick at well, karaoke. All
13: right. Let me read this. Exactly. Let me
2: read this stupid post that's on uh, our fantasy football. Uh, website dubs. All right. BJ's Ballers are up and running and they should make a big splash in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Team owner Robert Wellman feels this is his finest team yet. Um, though it was leaving his own league, but he felt after winning nine straight titles, he did not. <laughs> nothing left to prove. This may be my toughest squad yet, quotes. All signs are pointing that the Ballers would be a scoring machine led by two solid running backs and Rams' power horse. Stephen Jackson, with the Bills' much-improved Willis McGahee, quote, "I feel we are tough all the way through the lineup." Wellman added, "We <laughs> match up against the Treehouse in Week One. I don't have much respect for that organization. Their front <laughs> office is a bunch of a holes, and frankly, we're going to knock their blanks in the dirt this weekend." <laughs> Those are strong words coming from Mr. Wellman, but this reporter believes him. <laughs> I hate you. That is uh, that is on our. Uh, you can go now on realradio.fm and see our fantasy football teams, and you can respond to that. Um, what I'm going to say is a bias article mm-hmm. written by BJ's Ballers.
13: I also have, uh, I also have a pending trade with uh, the Treehouse.
2: Which oh, is? I haven't seen it yet. What's the yeah, trade?
13: I, I offered him. Uh, I offered him. Cedric Benson for uh, Ladainian
2: Tomlinson. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if that one goes through. All right, all right. BJ. We'll uh, we'll talk to you, I guess, on Tuesday, when we're back live to talk about how, how everything went. All right, in week one.
13: All
2: right, sounds sounds good. You guys have a good night. All right, five thousand. I have to have right, There he is, bike curious, BJ. When's that documentary coming out? I think Soft said he's going to send us the uh, documentary of bike curious behind the bike curious uh, before the end of the week. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hey, um, I just got off the phone with a very angry anti
4: after Kazoo. Mm-hmm. I don't know why took a shot at him. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't go on the air. I don't blame him because it was expletive bark up the wrong tree. Expletive, expletive, <laughs> expletive, expletive. expletive. <laughs> so he's pissed off. Oh. He, yeah, you're you're in deep trouble, man. Seriously. All if right, let's play tennis sometime. I hate you.
2: Oh. What does that mean? What does the tennis thing mean? I don't know.
12: I guess he wants to... I don't know what his deal is. Just shut up with Whatever.
2: him. Whatever. Trust me. All right, we'll take <laughs> a break. All right, people are chanting, change the creepy cam. <laughs> I Brian like that creepy Peppers. cam. <laughs> Brian Peppers laughs at you. What are you doing, man? This kid seems so normal when we first met him. Mm-hmm. I really am normal. I really am. Shut I up. promise you. <laughs> shut up. And he has the chunks disease of talking before he turned his mic on. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet Jesus.
3: A lot of people want to talk about him. All right, about the great kazoo. All
2: right, well hold on, we'll uh, let you rip him a new one next in the Hideout Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Lol. Lol. All right,
12: welcome back into the Hideout.
2: Wrapping up hour three, man, I can't believe we're already wrapping up hour three. It's a Hideout Radio One Hundred Four Point One, very good show tonight. Uh, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, Dubs? Uh-oh. Just got mm. this from Anti-Matt. When you guys get back from the careers, I'm going to make sure that living abortion you have as an intern wishes he was never born.
8: I
14: love that guy.
2: <laughs> His name's Anti-Matt. <laughs> I don't,
14: I've learned to love
2: him. Whew. <laughs> Bonk Swat suggests maybe a nice John Candy fat guy joke, because that'll be timely.
8: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Talk I about pop little... rock.
5: Getting Killed canceled.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that show. I can't <laughs> believe they took it off the air. Let's go to Stalker 101 in the 386.
9: Hey, what's up, uh Huffin, J-Dubs? Yo. Yo, what the hell happened to the gazoo? He was coming up with... He was in that funny bit of the... J Dubs his gay friend and his talk. he He's coming up with all these intern, uh, all these interviews, y'all get, and then he does twenty jihad's a day.
2: That you know, that is a good point. Thank mm. you for the phone call because he started out with so much promise of booking us guests from weeds, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia.
9: What
2: what's coming? What is?
12: Well, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm working on it. I won't let you down, though. Well, you What's just gave me that? a big
2: thumbs up, and then I won't it's...
12: let you down. Just remember that you have already. <laughs> he's on your team.
2: No, 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 no. You adopted him on your team the first day in of the office. No, he was put on the waiver list. I <laughs> want to prove myself
12: to you. That's, Maybe that's we'll I pick you do. up
0: in week seven. He has mannerisms like Michael J. Fox in yes. Through of Spin City. Uh, <laughs> <I'm laughs> you making me nervous as hell, man.
2: <laughs> oh, you to replace head. him. Yeah, our boys are here. Uh, Pedro Lima and uh, Ian I can't say her last name Katowski Ian you're going to get hurt MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro and FunnyIan.com Speaking
3: uh, speaking of the uh, bit that our uh, Great Gazoo and Manhold did together the uh, gay intern chat
2: oh that is right he, yeah, i forgot about that that was actually kind of funny now we have Manhall on the line oh very good and then after that j dubs i have breaking lions news Ooh, oh. i can't be good
8: <laughs> that's never
2: good no uh-uh. oh, it's not here's our former intern back up at uh the university of uh oh, florida state university mr Manhall. what's
9: going on manhole hey what's going on guys how was uh how's life up there uh, boring, man. You hate, really boring. Do you hate FSU? I mean, it's all right. It's just all my classes are so easy. Like I have no homework or anything. I'm just sitting around listening to the hideout.
4: Yeah. It's pretty much the best school ever.
2: Uh, yeah, that's what you kept saying. You kept singing the praises of FSU. So what are you doing to pass the time? Because your girlfriend's not around, right? <laughs> Digging graves. Um,
9: pretty much listening to the show. Nice. E- eating a lot.
2: Yeah, I saw that you had a lot. Like you were real skinny, so you could afford to put on some pounds.
13: Yeah, but I'm, I'm working out to Sure you are.
2: Um, anything new? Have you uh, met any new chicks to maybe bang up there while your chick's down here? No. Why not?
9: Because I'm not like that. I'd be like that. So you're gay. i are gay. Somebody. Hi, right,
2: there. It is. There's the big news. Uh, manhole's gay. Uh, <laughs> LOL. Um, manhole, let me give you your honest opinion because I was ready to say we actually missed you around here and you're probably the best intern that we have had so far. Although, oh, thanks, dub, Dubs, what did you say when we were talking about Manhole, our former intern? Which, by the way, you can see what I think is one of the funnier clips on real uh, t- uh, from Real TV on hideoutheretics.net under the highlights portion of Real TV, and that was his last day here. Yeah, uh,
3: Manhole is Jewish, and our heretics... <laughs> Put a bunch of anti-Semitic signs behind him. Like I uh, gave him a Star of David and numbered it as he was uh, <laughs> yeah, as he was leaving
2: the hideout yeah. on his exit interview.
9: Uh, how would you grade the Great Gazoo's
2: performance so
9: far? Man, man, I don't know, man. I, there's something wrong with him. I think there's something wrong with him. Now let me can't add... believe he can't believe he called out one of the greatest callers of all time. Yeah, anti man,
2: idiot. That is true. Now you also said that his breath stinks. Correct? Yeah. What,
9: did you, what when is when we did that when we did that warm conversation mm-hmm. we were in that little booth together mm-hmm. I was like I was like aiming my mic like the opposite direction of him so I do not I could I couldn't breathe in there man it's what ridiculous. did
2: it what did it smell like
9: it's I don't, I don't even it know was it was bad breath there's just like a mix of bo and everything man. hot garbage
2: is bo on his breath I.
9: Be- it was a mix. It was bad
2: breath and all uh, You're a fag. Shut up. Uh,
9: what, what is that? that?
2: Don't use that F word. I hate that word. Matt, go smell his breath. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do it for the team, man. All
2: right, great Azu, blow some
0: breath into uh, Matt's face. Sexually. Yeah. I, I have too much respect for Matt. Adam. No, no, you, you got to do it. Do it. Blow it while you sing a song. <laughs> was that a dry heave? What was that? You know, Matt, Matt you know, what are your reaction? Hold
14: on, here's what it was. It's more like man.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs>
2: but like, you know when a guy sweats,
14: sweats a lot?
2: Oh, all right, hold on. Now, hold on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When he when he blew his breath into Matt's face, it was just like whenever you see a bear get hit by a tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah. And it was that... It was whoa, that whoa, whoa, ready. Whoa. Yeah, just like old school... Or everything. Oh, we can just, You're crazy, man. <laughs> the, you're crazy.
0: The
12: pharmacist said that if I take these, like a few of these per day, that my breath will Shut smell up. amazing. You went to a
0: pharmacist to get Tic Tacs? Yeah,
12: <laughs> but that's what he told me. He said, this, is, this is the best no, thing you can do. Those are doo-doo mints. right They <laughs> have to you're,
0: be. Your breath had to be wretched to have to do that.
12: Um, <laughs> I got dry mouth. <laughs>
0: I know there's three, three kids <laughs> in Wisconsin who do things to that mouth. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right manhole
0: did you have anything else you wanted to add
2: oh uh, not really man all right buddy we'll uh, continue to spread the word up there and what we'll, when you come back into town next week oh i i thought you wanted to let him go <laughs> oh, i'm sorry never mind
3: beat I'm it i'm a little quick on the draw five thousand <laughs> unless it's
2: a schizophrenic then you'll just run with that one until he hangs up
3: i can't hang up on him man uh Dick in the 407. What's up?
13: Oh, you hung up on Manhole.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry.
13: Uh, I was just gonna apologize because you know the heretics were a little bit hard on him during that open door.
2: Yeah, it was. It wasn't even just a little bit. I would have to say it was borderline uh, offensive and it, ma- and shameful.
13: It wasn't Manhole. If you're still listening, I apologize. You filthy. J- All <laughs>
2: right.
14: <laughs> See, this is the
2: problem.
7: Yeah.
14: I didn't even screen that one, so you can't play
2: A haven of hate, the hideout. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, I think it's the interns. There's just something about the interns mm-hmm. that people do not like. I'm Bo- a really nice guy. Shut up! I'll do whatever you want for anything. Stop breathing. Wayne Gacy, you're a potential new intern.
7: Hey guys, first off, cause you got to try
12: a little bit harder. That's it's not that hard, man. Exactly. Hey, to come up with what do you want mitts? me to do? What do you want me to do? Ask them, right, tell me. Right, if you're, right you're the guy with the ideas. Tell me what you want me to do. do, huh? do
7: First it. off, I got one that I'm coming up with for so whenever I get in there, take your job.
6: I got one. I get everybody there to watch a good movie. I have everybody rate it, and if you don't like it, you get to destroy the DVD afterwards on the show.
2: Nice. I like that. That's a stupid idea.
6: you a stupid <laughs> idea, man. Fuck.
2: All right. Thank you, boys. I like this Battle of Woods, though. <laughs> yeah, it's <wonderful>. Your mom. <laughs> all right. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Tony in the four oh seven.
6: Hey, what's up man? got yeah. Chilling hey, why y'all got this gay looking guy on the camera man, breathing all hard? Is he
12: what is he nervous about? Uh, all that man muscle around. Oh, that, I'm that nervous grab. for your mom tonight, baby.
8: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mom? This is what? what
2: are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, what character is this? Is this Urkel in 1987? What is this? Which one? No! <laughs> now! Yes, uh, funnyian.com. I'm just going to start yeah, calling you, know, I'd you
0: that. Like to see this stunt. I'd like to see this kid uh, headbutt a mountain goat. <laughs> that would be true. You know, when true. they have like, the big thing, bam, and they crash together. How about this? How
2: about we recreate the Monday Night Football up, <laughs> yeah. where it's you just versus a helmet, and we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> just like the dolphins helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. the And, and bowl. I'll just be That'd swinging be the
2: helmet at that <laughs> noggin of yours, you knucklehead. Gazoo's mom it. in the 407. Oh, boy.
6: Oh, God, I should have swallowed.
3: Oh,
8: God. That's not
2: what you said online.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) It's
2: the the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Kicking off Hour 4, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1.
3: Devo, correct? Yes. Now, um, we were talking about this earlier, the origins of band names. Devo's on this. Let me see. Oh, I I guess I didn't put
2: Devo on it. You did? I erased it because I thought it was boring.
3: (laughs) I thought it was just funny because Devo's like the worst band ever, and they try to be all kind of uh, hoity-toity with their... I think
2: I may still have your email somewhere, so let me see. Because I went through and edited some of the ones that I didn't think were useful out of there.
3: I thought Devo was pretty good because people whip it.
2: They weren't, sorry. I'm sorry. Well,
8: have... <laughs> <laughs> to... Now like... you're the one looking it up on uh,
3: your email, so who's the ass now? Because you have to know.
14: Bag. Is Frankie Goes to Hollywood on that list? Uh... All right, maybe I deleted it. Oops.
0: Banana um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star
2: 1041 888 1041 on your uh, singular wireless phones. You <laughs> oh. you you put
3: you took Devo off, but you left UB40 on. It was interesting. <laughs> red, red wine, come on.
2: That yeah, it was, it was uh, kind of smart, actually, what they did. I wanted to give him a little props. He loves sl- uh, Sliver.
14: Uh, Dubs! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I hate you!
2: Great move. No! No, it wasn't. <laughs> J Dubs, you want a little Lions breaking news? Oh, please don't let it be Roy one. <sighs> sure. Um. Lions. assistant arrested oh, okay. for nude driving and drunken driving.
0: <laughs> no. Nude! Mike New driving? Which assistant? A
2: yeah, Detroit Lions assistant coach was arrested twice in the last two weeks, once for allegedly driving drunk and once for indecent and obscene conduct. It doesn't say which coach? Joe Cullen. Oh. Screw him.
0: What, do you what coach? is he, the punter's coach? <laughs> Defensive <laughs> line. Oh. Uh, figures.
2: Come don't on. Don't be racist. A, I would like okay. to apologize. The
3: coordinator. Don't be...
2: I would like to apologize to the Lions organization, our fans, my friends, and family for the embarrassment these incidents have caused. Um, The nudity incident happened on August 24th, about 11.15, the night before the Lions flew to the West Coast for a game against the Raiders. Nice. Of course.
3: What's this problem? I can see drunk driving, all right? You want to get home. You know it's not a good idea, but you always, uh, you know what? It's only 10 miles. (laughs) <laughs> and it's only 10 miles
2: on I-4. I can do it. Um, but naked. Uh, apparently, apparently sign, he was traveling eastbound on Michigan near Lampum Street. The ticket does not provide any other information about him or why he was allegedly nude. They say alcohol was
0: involved. You would hope. We're streaking through the quad. That's what it was. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Honey, you still think the KFC's open?
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's t- two old school references in 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, up up the date, uh, date, just like Gazoo's Bits. So they, design- they declined to have any sort of uh, comment so far. I'm glad they're getting ready for the game. Oh, look at this! Wonderful. Cullen was fired from the University of Mississippi in early 2005 after an alcohol related <laughs> arrest at a restaurant.
14: This guy's a winner. Mm
3: hmm. The right organization. The Lions defense is going to feel naked without him. <laughs>
14: he'll, be on, he'll be on the monster cruise. Yeah.
3: I hope. I, I just hope that when they play yeah. Seahawks, they don't call with their pants down.
2: Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Oh. They got they got their version of Bo Roads uh, coaching the defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, dude. That. I cannot it awesome. wait to party with Bo on this monster cruise. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Mike in the 407.
8: What's up, Mike? Hey,
2: A. Yeah.
6: You got to be careful on this cruise that no one takes your ID. It tells a cruise ship you're a
7: Mexican national trying
2: to get on the ship. Yeah, dude, uh, I've worried about that. I'm not going to lie to you. Because it's one thing I don't really mind getting on and going to Mexico. I don't think I'm honestly going to get off the boat when we dock in Cozumel. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stay here. I'm just going to hang out right here.
5: There's no reason to uh, Hey, Matt, st- staple gun your ID to your chest. <laughs> I know. Dubs and I have a little funny thing for you to do on the cruise, okay? it mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> Alright, I'm getting yelled at on the IM Why is that?
3: I guess uh, Darkstained Sword uh, sent me that uh, link earlier in the night And I never looked at it Of the Lions coach
2: Well, I want to thank our buddy uh, Inspector Clouseau Who listens up uh, in Connecticut For passing that along Okay. He's a big fan of the show uh, Dubs, oh, speaking of Just really quickly, we're on the topic of sports Of course, football kicks off tomorrow With the Dolphins versus uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. In- in- yeah, somewhat related. Uh, let me see if I can find this really quickly. A dolphin off. got killed by a steel bin. And all my notes here. Of course, I can't find it. Um, I guess what ends up happening... Oh, here it is. A Pittsburgh woman um, owes a big thanks to her two neighbors. Uh, they helped her deliver a baby on the parkway. Uh, got the call around 9.30 last night. The woman was near um, Green Tree Exit. Garner's neighbors are driving her to the hospital because her husband was watching the Steelers game last <laughs> night. Apparently, this is from last week. He, instead of taking his wife to the hospital for his firstborn, needed to watch uh, pre-season. a preseason Steelers game. <laughs> I thought I, and thought that was more important.
3: I can understand that the football season is short. You're going to see that kid for the next
0: 18 years. True. One word: dedication, my mm-hmm. friends. Dedication. Um, Steel City, baby. <laughs>
3: You know, uh, I'm sure that if he did, he didn't want to mess up his terrible towel. You know, he didn't want to get that all dirty. So he sent her over to the neighbor's place. <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe maybe she he should done. have. Then he yeah. wouldn't have been pregnant. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's why she is. Now, let me say this. Most annoying sports fan ever, I think the Steelers have officially overtaken any of the others.
3: No, Raiders yeah. fan.
14: Oh,
3: Raiders fan yeah, is the Raiders. worst. Anyone who gets dressed up
14: and has to become a character before mm. they go to a game, just to stick out, I don't like. Looks
2: like a Guar concert at the Oakland uh-huh. areas, you know? <laughs> You're
3: right, that it really hole. does. You <laughs> <laughs> got That's a- Odorous just jumping around in the middle of the black hole.
2: <laughs> those are our comedian buddies. FunnyIan.com uh, MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro hanging out in the hideout tonight. Uh, Real Radio 104.1. Everybody must know uh, remember NoFilterPedro. As the guy who broke up the relationship between <laughs> SBK Live and the Hideout, or Yoko, mm-hmm. friend killer. Hey, um, I haven't really commented anymore mm. on that whole thing, and uh I'm not gonna. There are a couple things I wanted to say, but I don't know. I we've been at radio station where people fight and all that kind of stuff, and I'm not interested in having any sort of fight. So, and I guess everything was. um it's supposedly kosher now. Oh, okay. So I'll just Good. leave. I, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it at that and assume that. Because I don't mm-hmm. feel like fighting. There's no reason to fight. And I still don't even understand why we all ended up uh, in this whole little tizzy anyway. Oh,
0: I know why. Mm. I'm looking at him right now. Mm. He's got big banana hands. <laughs> 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 and his name is Pedro Lima!
3: Um,
2: uh, Get
3: the open ready. Are you
2: kidding? Oh, Jesus, it's that kind of night, Wild huh? Bill. All right. Here we go. Wild Bill from Sales. I'm sure another bender. Time
4: for an update from the scariest son of a bitch a that works on the third floor. Wild Bill from Sales.
3: Hey, Wild hey. Bill.
4: How are
11: you?
2: Mm. What's going on, Mr. Bill?
11: Mr. Wild. other than scraping off big barnacles from the ship for the Monster Cruise early this afternoon. What a job.
2: Um, are you going on the monster cruise? Yes.
11: Ha! And no.
0: Wow, what does that mean?
11: That means
0: I'm going to swim behind yes the boat
11: no.
14: <laughs> <laughs> with a knife between his
2: teeth. <laughs> what? Uh, what do you? What do you? That's not a knife. What's <laughs> Your mom. Well, I'm working on something. What anyway. do you? Work? What's in the background? Are you at Publix again? You're going to have to tell those people to quiet down. I'm I'm at a a free cruise party, gentlemen.
11: Yes, sir.
2: Are you genuinely... Are you going on the cruise? What's that? (laughs) I can't. I can't. Cut that bitch off! Let's We only got 47 minutes of radio left this week. Can't be filling with that. All right, Bong Swat Matt Shrek. says he had the opportunity to meet Wild Bill from sales out at sun on the Beach on Monday. <laughs> he said, uh, I guess Wild Bill wanted to be a heretic, but Bong Swat told him no because he didn't have a heretic card. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, That guy is the same way in person. Hilarious. <laughs> Just a wacko. Do um, we have a break now? Jesus. Why don't you let me know? I did. I wish I would Uh. Oh, so Steeler fan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most annoying. I say Steeler fan, Raider fan. I say
3: Boston fan.
2: Yes.
0: Yankee fan. That just goes with the people. I I, I think Boston
3: and Yankee is just right there together, and I I don't think one's worse than the other. They're both just
2: terrible. For college, University of Miami fan. Or EJ. Or former player. Right. (laughs) Uh, No Mm. one ever knows about... The uh, Texas A&M Aggies, but they suck. The whole gigam thing, and them being the twelfth man, they kind of like started that, and uh, it's awful if you know bonfires, right? Yeah, it's well, I think people died too, and eventually they had to stop it. Ohio State fans suck too. I can't see them being worse than Texas A&M, but Notre Dame fans. All right, Mm. right, here's the thing about Notre Dame fans. Our buddy Shafey is the biggest Notre Dame fan in the world you would have I'd be like when I met him I'm like coach you go there no <laughs>
3: yeah. anybody, most, most of them haven't most anybody them. in your
2: family go there
3: no nah. we're just Catholic
2: <laughs> yeah we're Catholic and they were they were uh, on NBC and they always get national coverage mm-hmm. um, so that's why he's such a big fan
0: Nebraska
2: they used to be. I'm glad they kind of got their up and comings where they suck now. Mm-hmm. That's always kind of fun for me. I like seeing uh, people fall. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the American in me, but I'd love seeing people uh, just fall by the wayside. Absent in the 407. What do you got, Absent Coma?
13: I gotta tell you, the oh. worst by far you will lose your job if you work in Denver, Colorado, and you are not a Bronco fan. You
2: know, I never even thought of that because I've never been out there. people will
13: go to the game in sub-zero temperatures. They're, it's there are av- and they're the rudest fans. They paint their houses orange and blue. They paint their cars orange and blue. And you can literally get fired the day after a game when the Broncos lose.
2: All right, you know what? That's hilarious. Thank you, sweetie. I did you not know, know that. You know who we left off the list? Hmm. Eagles fan.
0: Oh, well, they're just mean. That's, yeah, that's Philly. Philly fan. Yeah, Phillies are they're nuts, man. Although I do, I do kind of like. I like the lacrosse team. Uh, yeah, Duke's Duke lacrosse. <laughs> Deucer Force is insane. Um. <laughs> I
2: say Lions fans, too. Suck ass. Why?
0: Mm. That dev- we, do we do nothing. Team, a bunch of pricks. Yeah. They don't abuse community college. I can't handle them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but anyway, just the fact that this guy would decide, you know what? I'm not going to go see the birth of my child. I need to watch the fourth game of the preseason, the last game of the preseason. And... Watch a bunch of players who are going to end up in NFL Europe, essentially. I need to stay home and watch an NFL Europe game with a uh, gold and black
3: on. The Admirals. Yeah, they're they're really <laughs> looking <laughs> up this year. The Claymores. The Ryan Fire. The Centurions.
0: <laughs> Centurions.
3: Now that's kind of why I'm not going on the monster cruise though.
0: Nothing Battlestar Galactica. Because it's.
3: Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to the monster cruise because it's, it's first weekend of football and I can't miss the first uh, game. Dude, the games are going to be on. All not, the games are going to be on. Not the
2: lines. Yeah, they're all on. Actually, I guarantee they won't be. I've heard it's like a floating Hooters where any game that you want is on. Well, I guess I missed out. <laughs> they got this crazy technology called
0: satellites now. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> <But> it moves. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's going to be technology confuses me.
14: <laughs> it brightens and confuses me. Um, going
0: to be Spanish broadcasters, but you'll see the yeah. game. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't really matter.
2: It's a hideout. Real Radio One float point Four Point One. I hate you for suggesting it. Secret
8: secret? Oh, See my boy, bitch! I've got a This
3: <laughs> seems like such a kid touching song. It's like a beautiful <laughs> film song.
13: <laughs> I've got a secret.
2: <laughs> Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. My oh, god. Dubs uh, has dubbed You wanted it to be Wednesday or Tuesday as eighties. Bumper music night in the hideout. I think Wednesday's perfect. It's your hump day. Because yeah. <laughs> Thursday is old school bumper music, mm-hmm. like old school jam bumper music. Friday is uh, new hip hop. And uh, we have yet to decide on the other. So you think Wednesday's a good uh, day to do that? Yeah, I like that. I, I don't know if the 80s nights in town are on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Probably a little bit of both. But that uh, I think that works out. Dubs, what was the first CD you ever bought? Uh, I don't know if
3: CD... Or even. My uh, first uh, piece of music I ever purchased was. Uh, uh, well, I had two. The record was The Monkey's Greatest Hits. That was
5: mine. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they tape- didn't Believe Me.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I remember going to uh, Kmart for the first tape I ever bought, and it was a tough uh, like uh, choice between Weird Al or Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. Mm. I ended up taking Guns N' Roses. Good for you.
5: Mine was Bon Jovi Slippery Wind Whites.
0: <laughs> That was a great CD. I think that's, be, actually, that's something to be proud of, my
5: first friend. First tape and CD, actually. Def Leppard,
0: hysteria. Uh, I, I, Duran Duran was me. I had this odd obsession with Duran Duran. I had no idea why.
5: Hmm.
0: You
2: are Canadian. It's, I'm
0: sorry, man.
5: So, Hugh so, and Paige are good friends? Or? <laughs> We're
2: what was close the, enough. What was the name of the CD that had TLC Ain't Too Proud to Beg? Um, <laughs> Red Light. Was the, the self-title? I don't know if it like, was. I thought yeah, there I was a name for the first CD, but that was the first CD that I like. Crazy, sexy, cool. OCD, no, that CD. was the second one, but that was the first CD I actually purchased. It's I'm far- trying to
3: remember the first CD I got because that a, was the big like mark for me. Was the
14: first CD I had ever uh, gotten. My first CD I ever bought was Destiny's Child, at The Wall, or maybe. Uh, wow. <laughs> Now nah. <laughs> it had Bill 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 on it. That was a big hit. Mo it had the original lineup. Mo
0: and uh yeah. Mo I thought it was good. Mo You can say whatever you want. Mo what was your good. first concert? <laughs> My first concert was the monkeys. I
2: saw them at what the start. The, uh, NWA were not around when you uh oh.
6: Chuck Jock. Double
2: races. I uh, I saw them at the Starplex in Dallas. And- uh
3: my first one, my first concert was Brooks and Dunn at the Follow Oh yeah. Of
12: Bruce,
0: Scootin' boogie. Oh.
3: They, they that's all they had there was a uh, country uh, acts come through, so I had to go see that. So uh, after that. It was uh, Color Me Bad.
8: Mm. Oh, that's oh. a joke. Oh. That is such a
3: joke. <laughs> at, Fowl, at the Follierville Fair. And uh, after that, I, my first real concert was Marilyn Manson. No. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Wow, so you went from yep. Color Me Bad to Marilyn
0: Manson? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a shock. I was 12. I went to a Samantha Fox concert. Oh, Puerto She was hot.
5: I remember, yeah. re- what was the, um, what was her big song? Touch Me, mm, and then I Want to Have Some Fun. See, here you go.
0: She's gay now.
5: What? <laughs> what? Yeah, she's a lesbian She's with her <laughs> she's doesn't make her a bad person Long time mm-hmm. manager She got fat now, so it doesn't really yeah.
0: matter 57 <laughs> years old, doesn't matter
5: My first concert was Backstreet Boys I hate you
2: <laughs> I didn't know they did uh... Hey, do they have over there My favorite Brooks and Dunn song? Neon Moon
0: Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, there we go I want to oh, go to that yeah. concert Of that guy that sings Reparations
2: uh, you gonna make me bust it out, aren't you? No, oh, you
0: play for Ian. No, play for Ian. What's it?
3: What's his name? Charlie Pride?
2: No, it's not Charlie Pride. there's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a good old oh. Johnny
0: Johnny Rebel. Johnny Rebel.
14: They always roll out Charlie Pride for their American <laughs> country. It's like and our divorce, diversity. Uh, Charlie Pride and maybe Trini Triggs.
0: The only and black guy we Did you know that Charlie Pride was Canadian? Man. Mm.
2: All right, here we go. Here, uh, this is. Um, Maybe Dubs' his kid's first concert. I hate this song.
7: There you go again, talking about reparations.
8: Yeehaw!
7: There you go again, talking about
10: something else free. <laughs> there you go again,
0: talking about reparations. Well, listen to me. You ain't nothing to me.
7: You say all oh, your ancestors were slaves. And that's the reason that you ought
0: to get paid. LOL. You want something for nothing. You are all the same. You're giving all of the blame on whites. We violated your civil rights. But your civil rights movement is nothing but a shakedown game.
2: Everybody now.
0: There you go again, talking about reparations.
2: LOL. (laughs) Dude, it's hooky. I'm not going to lie to you, it's got a hook.
3: More hooks than tackle box.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Mm. Can you see, can you imagine some, like, skeevy... Radio like record rap that goes into a program director. He's like, dude, I have the next hit. <laughs> well, hold on a second. This is
3: perfect for your young country. Let it this get is to the, the
2: hook. Next
0: Neil Diamond.
2: I'm telling you, this is the one. The phones are going to light up for this one. It's going to drive your cue up. People are going to want there this song. Again, Johnny Cash with an Edge. About reparation. Wait, it gets better. It gets better. There you go again. Tell Let's go out to lunch afterwards. I'll buy you uh, whatever you want. Steak, whatever. It's on the house. But you got to add this Johnny Rebel. This is going to be a hit. Here you go. This is the big climax.
7: Well, listen to me.
2: Yeah. I ain't what did I tell you? Sign. You're going to love it.
0: It's, a, it's, it's an A. It's an A. It's getting 26 spins a week. <laughs> now, do you have any of the other ones over there? I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> How old are those songs? I mean, they got to be ancient, right? No.
2: I think it's a new um, album. Yeah, fairly new. One. We did we accidentally stumbled upon this when We were looking for Persian Blue Persian Blue. Blue Yeah.
3: Which of uh, course the two uh young girl racist singers. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: the So we we accidentally Skinhead Boy. Yeah we accidentally found that one over there. Uh four oh seven nine one six one oh four one Triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Bong swine
3: uh on the IM says my wife is dancing to the reparation song <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen. The message is awful. The music, pretty good. The hook, the words, yeah. I'm telling you, is, uh, it's catchy. Just separate the two. That's all you had to do. Now, let me tell you, did I ever tell you that I, uh, auditioned and almost got a job at a Young Country station? Are you kidding me? No, this is when I very first moved to, uh, Michigan, and I needed a gig really bad, and Ugh. Young Country 99.5 in Detroit was hiring weekend jocks. So I went in, dude, and I actually ended up doing an on-air audition. God, I wish I had that tape somewhere. I'm sure I do. And I was going to get the job. The guy told me afterwards, congratulations, you're hired. Come in, like on Tuesday, we'll fill out the paperwork and you can get started. You know, we need we need people immediately.
3: And so... How difficult was it walking in there and saying, uh-oh, this is going to be what I'm doing every weekend?
2: Well, to be honest <laughs> with you, I was stoked about getting a job mm-hmm. in a top ten market. You know, and I didn't even care that it was a young country because I was like, I'll use this as a stepping stone for something else. It's just a matter of getting on the air in a top ten market, even if it is young country. Every single song to me, though, as a young Mexican male in Detroit, sounded like this. I mean, it was was scary. And the people who would call up requesting things and what they would say not knowing. Like what? Just racist things. I mean, they're in Detroit, you know what I mean? That's that's
0: Michigan, too. Uh Thank
2: good you guys are here.
0: Monkey (laughs) town.
2: And, of course, I'd go by Alex Cruz. And you can't tell, you know, uh, by my voice, whatever that means, that I'm uh, that I'm Latino. And I just people, and this is in one night of overnight like tryouts. That was just the most racist things that I'd ever heard coming out of Howell, Michigan. And therefore, why
3: why didn't you?
2: Oh, I do didn't. It. It's a, it's such a blessing in disguise. But I go in like I'm ready to fill out the paperwork, and I don't hear back from the guy. Mm-hmm. And because we were just, all we need to do is set up a time so I could come in. And it turns out I didn't hear from him for two weeks. Been Ohio wetbacks. No, that's (laughs) not it. Um, He actually got fired on Monday. Oh, and so of course, and of course, he couldn't pass along. I guess he had had a falling out with the program director because he was the assistant program director. But thank goodness it worked out that way. Otherwise, who knows if I ever ended up in Michigan and Dubs and I meeting. Probably not. Isn't it weird not to uh, pot talk? When you just think about how the slightest things in your life mm-hmm. can knock you way off track, could affect, like that guy getting fired, led to the circumstances of you and I eventually hooking up in Michigan and this show being here right now. If he had kept his job, yeah, you would have never gotten your rock I, job anywhere else. Yeah, I, ne- I wouldn't have ended up, you know. And who knows what we'd be doing at this point? I'd like to say I'd be more successful without this, mo- uh, this anchor. If it wasn't, this, this wanker <laughs> anchor. You English
5: all of a sudden? Okay, uh, Tony
0: Blair, relax. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: I thought that was a new word created by um, 50 Cent. I didn't know it was an English thing. I'm trying, trying, to, stir. trying to be hip. God God damn it. <laughs> it. But you know what I mean? It's just so weird how just the slightest little thing like that can end up like. Do you have one of those moments, um, Pedro, in your life, you're like. If I had not done this, I would probably be in a completely different place in life right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, To me, if if Viacom didn't buy Comedy Central, I'd probably still be working at MTV. You worked at MTV? Yep. Get the hell out of here. Doing what? I was a financial analyst over there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, nothing entertaining. Nerd.
2: <laughs> what happened? How did Viacom ruin your life? Because they ruined ours. Oh, <laughs> they, they bought... <laughs> <laughs>
0: They bought Comedy Central, so they pretty much brought all the management from Comedy Central to my department, so they decided to, like, clean house. Were you living up in New York? Yeah. Oh, man. And so that's how you ended up down here. Do you think you'd have been better off? I would still be loafing in, at MTV, dude. It was a sweet gig. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dubs, do you have any
2: of the... 407-916-1041, One of those things that, if it weren't just like the slightest little thing, your whole life would have changed completely. Well, if we wouldn't
3: have gotten fired in Michigan, we'd probably still be somewhere out there. I wouldn't have been.
2: I don't think I, think I would have eventually moved on. Just because at the time Not I was... Not mi- I was comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> at the... <laughs> At the edge. At the time, I was uh, I was married, and mm. so we would have eventually moved on anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. a uh, good old fable.
0: Ian, you got a story like that?
2: All right, ad says if Pedro didn't make out with his cousin, he wouldn't have mouth herpes. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> what? I hope this is someone who knows you, Matt. What about you? Do you, I'd love to hear one of chunks. I'm sure it's a fat man diary. Do you have anything that kind of changed your life? Uh, if I hadn't read
14: the little article on DCR TV <laughs> with the little mousy picture of, that was supposedly you. Like the old
2: white man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
14: about that. Yeah. I, it was like, new weekend show. I was like, because mm. I, I never listened to JFK because it's all infomercials.
12: Right. It's oh, the weekend. wedding
14: show. Right. I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to this. And then if I didn't meet Tommy in the chat room and we had to talk. <laughs>
6: that sounded bad. Uh, oh. He's bad on the internet. And now at you guys Just a happy couple
3: <laughs> Are you a bear? I
2: like <laughs> uh, your- smooth young bottoms a <laughs> It's a hideout radio Radio 104.1 A little Hot talk About how one thing Changed your, the, the course of your life Alright the ad says uh, This is his brother So it's true The mouth herpes thing With the cousin
0: Who's that? My uh It says He says it's your brother Let me. I'll, I'll confirm Hold on Alright come over here Look why
2: well,
3: you just confirm by showing us your herpy-filled whips? <laughs> yeah. Ask who showed him how to French kiss.
0: <laughs>
3: Is that real? What the did hell? Did your cousin teach you how to French
2: kiss?
0: Yeah, I'm one, I'm one of those rare Puerto Ricans that uh, <laughs> <laughs> learn how to kiss from uh, making out with their cousin. Wait a
2: second. <laughs> Didn't Angel tell us the same story? No, they did. Was it you and Angel? Because I remember Angel on this show told us almost the exact same thing when we I very first so. got to town.
0: No, uh, yeah. Was it the same cousin? No, 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 no. Kicks. Me and Angel are not related. So Angel I thought you all related. I made out with my cousin. <laughs> That would have been so creepy if I would have made out with his cousin. I'll be disinfecting the mice yeah. tonight. Oh, my God. I remember. Made it. made out with, with your cousin? us yeah, that story. Dude, I was like nine. So? <laughs> You're still a man at that point? Pull it together. I don't <laughs> How old was she? What was she? What was she, like 23 or something? <laughs> she was, ele- she was ele- a hot 11 years old <laughs> uh, Yeah, he went like them older chicks, too. Chunch- R- Mork and Mindy was on the TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the mood was set perfectly right. to make out with your cousin. Nanu, nanu, my friend. <laughs> <I> nanu, <laughs> nanu, nanu.
2: Uh, chunks. Yeah. What was uh, your
4: life-altering ex- experience? Let's see, if I would have called 877-H57-DIETS, oh I would have never God. gotten H57-HOOTIA and lost 30 pounds and won
2: the uh, real radio weight off. Way to be a shill. No kidding. kidding. <laughs> Just pretend for two seconds your life isn't a commercial. <laughs> it's true, man. Oh... Uh, what about you, Tommy? Do you have a life altering experience
5: that changed the course of your life? Uh, your producer getting fired and uh, no one showing up, and me saying, hey, I could come in next week and screen phones for you guys. And you're going, I don't think. Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> wow.
5: And then I remember that night I Am Matt, I go, hey Matt, I'm going to have to ask you not to I Am so much as a new producer of the show. He's <laughs> like, no, screw you, I wanted that job. And I was like, too bad, sucker, get a what, job, what a get a car. Job. I, dude, I still have, hold
2: on, let me go see if I can oh, find Oh, God. It. I still have, when we very first started on Saturday nights up in uh, D.C., I still have Matt Albert's original email. No, uh, no, you pack rat. Erase it. Read it about wanting a job. I'm not gonna be here. And (laughs) trying to get a job as a producer. So sometimes these things work out. You need to find it. I know where it is. I got to make sure the. It's one of those accounts we were talking about earlier where spam has just overtaken it. Mm -hmm. So I rarely check it anymore.
5: EJ Hideout at Yahoo.com That's right. Something.
2: EJ Hideout, because at that time it had a better name for the show, Hefe's Hideout. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. I
5: thought this was for EJ from the U. Mm-hmm.
4: I remember, too, I was listening for the first one, and Hefe would give out the email, El Jefe, I think, at Yahoo, whatever, and then I noticed next week he had to spell out the entire thing, <laughs> yeah. because I guess the listeners couldn't comprehend uh, still it spelled with a J.
2: Yeah, no one knows how to spell El Even when it's on the stupid logo, sometimes we'll do events... Uh, with people, and they have the logo, and then on somewhere else they'll put a Jefe and J-dubs, and it's H-E-F-F-E. And, and when, like, I se-
3: when it spells it perfectly in the logo. Yeah. Red in the 386. What's up, Red?
13: Hey. So I had a kind of a life-altering experience. All right, what is mm-hmm. that? My
9: year in college, I got dumped by my boyfriend, the guy I thought I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So as soon as I graduated, I wanted to get as far away from him as possible, and I moved mm-hmm. to Colorado. And I ended up getting a job at the Olympic Committee and went to the Olympics.
2: All right, that's actually pretty cool, because you never think, at the time, and that's the coolest thing about these things, when we get fired or I lost that on that job at Young Country, it devastates you. But in the end, you know what I mean? It's one of these things where, man, all this stuff happens for a reason, so mm-hmm. you got to kind of roll with it. It's why you can never completely overreact, because things end up working out in the end. Via Rick
3: in the 321.
2: What's up? You there? Who is uh, this? Uh, for, uh, dude, are you there?
6: Yeah, I'm there. Go
2: All on, right. buddy. No. Hey, is
6: Pedro there?
2: Yeah, Pedro's right here.
6: Hey, Pedro. Uh, remember when the last time we made out with? uh some dead woman in a bag.
3: All right, cut that oh, bitch Let's
6: no, call. Wow,
3: that was the worst. No, call no, 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 no. no, no.
0: Uh, it's, it, we got hammered. At, oh uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> this is real.
8: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the hell?
0: Uh, this what
8: <laughs>
0: We were hammered, and uh, my my friend had uh, the ashes of this dead of this dead woman Stop. in a box. Mm. So we grabbed it, and and me and my boy uh, Danger we We looked at the ash and we proceeded to tea bag the ashes and take pictures. And just leave them there. You are an awful... Dude, Dude we spent 45 minutes talking about these scoundrels who did something yeah, to a dead body. Yeah, they dug up a dead woman. This chick was already powdered for me. Like, oh, just because she's condensed oh, doesn't make any man. difference. Just add water. Yeah. It's like oh, oh man! Uh, if he wasn't drunk, he would have delivered that better. I, I didn't think there was any way that was real. Yeah, I, yeah, I was trying to bust on you. <laughs> I did too,
2: man. Look at all these old faces coming back from this email. Here's <laughs> one from Sydney Alexander III. <laughs> I'm Sigour Sid. <laughs> um, I I can't find the original one, but I have the follow-up email from Matt. Uh, no, no.
14: <laughs> I was probably in my underwear as I typed that. I
2: was in it's, my underwear all the time. I'm so glad no house. you
3: guys of no you guys ever emailed me.
2: I right, here's <laughs> here's what it's. Its subject line is open spot. <laughs> Uh, it's Sunday, June 22nd, 2003. Listen okay. to it, Matt. At 1044. Matt. Hell, <laughs> I emailed you earlier this week, and you asked me if I was in school, and I messaged back no.
0: He's crying.
2: Is that a problem for you? That comment about pets I was referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, just in case I was on shaky ground. Seriously, I would love to be a part of your show. Because you have a great show, and I love radio. Either way, please message me back. Then, in all caps, with four exclamation marks at the end, help a brother out. You're <laughs> <Good laughs> an idiot.
8: <laughs> I got else to go.
2: LOL. Oh, I got I to gotta find all of them from Matt now. <laughs> I'm going to just go through and see if there's any way we can uh, arrange them according to Cinder. <laughs> There are a lot of from this Tommy. No, there's no, not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's read one of those. We got to
5: go to break. Let's
2: do you want to w- do you read one of the original ones from Tommy? Oh, yes. God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I Wonder what the hell I wrote. This is a blast from the past. Ah. I got to kind of. Okay. Here's the original one from Tommy.
5: Oh, great. <laughs>
2: Wow! All right, this ought to be kind of fun. Oh, no. Oh, this is from Tommy. Mm. Hey, I just wanted to say that Can I've unfortunately... you unfortun- give me a date? Oh, yeah, sorry. This is Monday, May 19th, okay. 2003. Jeez, so that long. was right at the beginning. <clears throat> hey, I just wanted to say that I've unfortunately been at home over the past oh, few God. Saturdays. <laughs> I remember this now. And your show has been really good. I've enjoyed it a lot. Would it be this.
5: possible
2: once I can tell everyone so on the show apart? It takes me a while. There's a nice little subtle jab but mm-hmm. I just don't know who everyone is.
5: No, because there's like 87 people on the yeah, show. At that
0: point, there were a lot
2: of unlike people.
0: Unlike now. His lips watching his Abercrombie <laughs> and Fitch catalog.
2: Could I come in and watch part of the show? Not be on air. Just watch the quote-unquote inner workings <laughs> of talk radio. <laughs> the magic. Mm. Yeah, it sounds nice. I've always been inter- <laughs> I've always been interested but
0: the fags at WJFK would never <laughs>
1: uh. you're sounding mean,
0: so uh, good at that boy kind of like uh, I'm bringing the quiche uh, I've
2: always been interested by the way I hate that F-word but it's in now the text. So. but the fags at JFK would never call me back to do an internship so I never got the chance true now that I've graduated I can't intern if not, no big deal, and uh, that's it. So that was one of the the first ones from Mister uh, Mister Tommy. I didn't do a PS. Help a brother out.
14: <laughs> well, he kept saying brother on the on the air, so I
2: thought oh, I connect p- with him. Not at that point. Uh, that was uh, later on when I met Myron, my black friend. <laughs> Let's go to Big Hands in the four hundred seven. What's up, Big Hands?
6: Hey, brother, how you doing, man? Uh, I was just
11: wondering. Can you give me a job? Because those fags at O'Reilly, oh. <laughs> they won't give me an
2: internship. Uh, maybe. Maybe next. Right, Threw, I, gotta, I love you. All right. Thank you. i got to go through all these oh, no. and just,
4: how did you guys find chunks? Hmm.
8: If
4: you if you guys give me till after the break, I think I have the original email I sent to Wonderboy, <laughs> which would be how I connected with you guys. All
2: right. This is a, a nice little um, trip down memory lane, especially mm. with Tommy and Matt. And how all that came? People are begging me for them for me to post them on huh? HideoutHeretics.net. Uh, dot net. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. <laughs> El what Ross, else you got? El Ross says, "What do you think when you hear El Jefe's hideout? A little Mexican guy squatting in a cave." <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's
2: pretty much that was it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's you the, have seen the studios. It's the hideout roll radio one hundred four point one. I love this music. I do like the uh, '80s bumper music on Wednesday nights. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, wrapping up a fantastic show. I don't say everyone's fantastic. This one's been stellar, though. Let's go to Denton in the 407. What's up? What's
11: up, guys? What's up, bro? Uh, Well, I have court in the morning, but Mm -hmm. aside from that, the the question I uh, had for y'all was: You guys sounded like some Star Trek freaks talking about uh, the (laughs) NFL Europe. But you guys actually do have like a more upbeat personality right now. What? So what are you guys up to what when you, you get off the radio? What are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are I you, like that. What are, you, what are you guys up to when you get off the radio? What are you going into court for, dude? Did I have, like, a multiple, uh, I'm sorry for cussing,
2: but, uh... I think you number- just said dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you swear. Yeah, hey, let's dude. keep the dude talk down, all
14: right? Yeah, but he took the rug. You,
2: you said, dude, I have a multiple what? My uncle's a dude. Right, I have a multiple
11: number of, uh, trespasses that are just insane. Mm-hmm. Planet Fitness is one of them. Uh, <laughs> one of the trainers was, like, coming on to me, and they denied my... Um, membership and revoked my money and didn't reimburse me. you Hear me?
0: Is your name Angelo?
11: Where do you? Uh, which uh,
2: which
0: <laughs> line of finish did you work out at? Oh,
11: that's the Red Bug.
0: Oh, oh crap! Is that where you
11: go? <laughs>
2: that's where I work out. <laughs> I, well, I I used to.
11: <laughs> and the one cat there, I called him Robert Down Syndrome Junior. He got he got very mad at me. <laughs>
12: But, All right, I like this guy. <laughs> anyway, you're a star. All right, so you're going
11: you're
2: going to uh, jail for trespassing.
11: Well, I just got out of jail for trespassing, and um, I was just trying to actually um, get reimbursed, and they like laughed at the you just walking with yeah. a receipt. All what right,
2: so hold on a second. So you want Planet Fitness to reimburse you for the time you didn't get to work out because you were in jail trespassing on their property?
11: No, no, I didn't go to jail. I have court tomorrow because I. Paid two hundred dollars for membership, worked mm. out for one week, and was offended by a couple of the uh, male trainers there.
0: <laughs> what
11: they what they do to you? Uh, what they did
0: allegedly. Was, what, what did they allegedly do to you, sir?
11: Well, one of them uh, alleged, made an allegation that I was uh, acting silly when I was uh, homophobic towards his behavior.
2: So
0: you were silly and homophobic. If you and song, you for that? Excuse me. Alright,
2: thank you. I've had enough. Thank <laughs> oh. you,
0: Denton. You call back whenever you like. Yeah, down or Denton. I bring my shoes to court so I have them. <laughs> yeah. I feel offended. Somebody threw something in
2: my eye. Alright, people are uh, a little upset. Hmm. I I posted a bulletin on uh on uh, MySpace about the um Breaking news, the video of Steve Irwin dying. And someone just sent me a message and I did not realize. Uh Hey, bro, I don't know if you were aware, but that's bestiality porn at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Oops.
0: <laughs> we, so it,
2: Here's what I like. As much as I want people to listen to all four hours, and usually they do...
3: Um, You'll catch a few
2: that didn't. So at 7 o'clock, right as we started the show, the, a heretic, Strat, sent me a link of, oh my god, I was able to see the Steve Irwin footage. You gotta see it. And I'm like, oh, alright, I'll check it out. And I'm, like, getting excited, thinking, ah, maybe we'll be on the first on something. Then I watch it, and it shows a stingray swimming. And then all of a sudden it goes to bestiality porn involving a horse, and I don't know if it's a man or a woman. It's a dude. Yeah. And uh, it's the end of the scene. Now, uh... It's
3: not the one where the guy dies. No, but uh, I found out that Pedro has that, that clip of the guy that dies with the horse. I don't know if we can really talk about that. <laughs> it is illegal. It's been taken to. off yeah, of thanks, every, thanks every site. Sure.
0: Now i got to bash my computer with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Pedro, no filter Pedro.com, or Pedro uh,
3: Lima. Our, our, uh, our
2: comedian <laughs> hanging out. FunnyIan.com as well. Uh, Strat just giving me a happy face. See, some people listen all four hours. But then at 9 o'clock, I'm like, uh, for those of you just now tuning in, you got to go to hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> we have the exclusive of the of the uh, breaking news, Steve Irwin, uh, death footage. What? He it, died? And people uh, went <laughs> in droves, and now they're all pissed off. Good. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it, it's fantastic.
3: Let's go to Lori in the 386.
13: Lori. Yes, I'm here.
8: Go ahead, <laughs> oh.
3: sweetie.
13: Yeah, you were talking earlier about the one moment that changed your life forever. Mm-hmm. Back in, uh, like, the early 80s, I was living down in Sarasota. My boyfriend was in Timeshare, mm-hmm. and I was kind of a stay-at-home mom. And he brought me this big, huge binder and all these things and said, you can make so much money. This is a new company and, you know, and all this. And I looked at it, and, I, and I'm and i like, there's no way. I said, Bell South is going to be here forever, and it was MCI.
2: Oops. Oops. And, and, you know, a lot of people have told those stories, too, about... You know, so my buddy's trying to get me in on this new thing. It's called Microsoft, and I just I'm not I'm not with it. I know I got a, I got I, a couple, I got a couple hundred bucks, but I don't yeah. know if I want to throw it into this Microsoft, whatever that's going to be.
13: Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, if I still had the the booklet with me, I'd be hitting myself in the head with
0: it. Oh, there's no doubt. I thank you. sweetie. appreciate that. And then some people go crazy the other way around and buy like seven million Beanie Babies, thinking I'm going <laughs> to rank up. Well,
2: because you don't want to be left
0: out. Yeah. Let's get the guy. You know? You've been left out once, and you feel like you've been burned.
2: So you'll try to hop on every yeah. single money-making scheme from there on out. Semper Brides. It's over? Yeah. Son of a bitch. We could go another uh, two days if we needed to. Semper Bry has a life-altering experience. What's that, Semper Bry? My life-altering
11: experience was actually experienced on the hideout.
2: Which was?
11: When J-Dubs touched me. All
2: right. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh.
3: <laughs> and uh, B-Rad in the 407 B-Rad
7: Hey, you guys are totally crazy Because I can't believe that you busted on Steve
13: Irwin tonight. Oh, you're I'm such, a,
2: you're such an that. ass <laughs>
13: That is you another guy You guys are morons for that Another
2: guy listening four hours And we appreciate your uh, dedication <laughs> to the show Thank you, buddy <laughs> <laughs> He knows He called giving us crap in the first segment I like wrapping it out with B-Rad All right Monster Cruise tomorrow. You excited? Yeah, I just hope I get on. And after that, I'll be... Uh, Good to go. I'll be stoked about it. Dude, I got a lot to get done between now
3: and then. Mm-hmm. I got to run to the bank. I got to come over to your place because I'm going to be watching Tycho
2: Tyrone. Dude, I swear to Christ, and I'm not even lying. If anything. See, I don't put that pressure no, on no, no, me. No, no, no. If anything happens to that cat... LOL. Then I'm not doing it. I'm not... I you have it. to. No, I LOL. don't. I really don't. The I, Lions
0: are going to miss a field goal. He's going <laughs> to kick that cat like 42 yards. <laughs> if
2: anything happens to that cat... I'm not watching it, then. There you can't will,
3: put that pressure on me.
2: There will be revenge. LOL.
3: You can't put that pressure on me or I'm not watching it.
14: You've already agreed it's too late. Nope. Matt? Just like his fish, uh, Tyrone takes salt water. So... Uh,
0: <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> his <garlic>. I thought his <laughs> gullet.
3: I thought it ate all antifreeze. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. For dessert. Mm -hmm. It's sweet.
14: (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like death.
2: (laughs) That's That's the other thing I'm kind of sad about. I gotta go home and uh, spend a little quality time with my little guy. I'm gonna miss him. I really am, dude. This is like the first animal I've gotten really, really close to, and I'm like, you know, you go through that thing of, is he going to miss me? You don't consider yourself
3: for our friends with Matt?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <gonna laughs> like. I'm not even lying. If I could trade spots and leave him here and take Tycho with me, I would in an instant if it were possible. Keep, keep why not worried. overboard? Uh, in an instant. Hey, Pe- okay, I'm gonna miss you. You're like my dad. Shut, Shut the hell up, you
0: retard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, K. Mike says me and Peppers will take care of. you. Remind me to tell you the story about my cat, and how I got rid of it. Uh-oh. All right, we'll do that at another time. Do you time.
5: want on another cat show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I want to thank our boys for coming in. It's always fun when Pedro Lima stops by
0: and our new friend, uh, Mr. Ian. Gustaki. No. <laughs> yes, I'm Japanese now. It's <laughs> my new trait. It's my new gig. Gatoski. Thank you. Gatoski. You know what it is? I just, I can't, it's like President Bush with nuclear. Yeah. I
2: just can't, I look at it and there's too much pressure, I gotta get it right. This I can't get right though, funnyian.com, and he is Thank funny you. and I appreciate him coming in. Of course, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. For all of the craziness and a few new things, go to hideoutheretics.net, rollradio.fm of course for the Hideout Fancy Football League, keep track of that over the weekend to see you as a done on the helmet of pain. And fullblownage.com to check out the pictures of the fat people from Dugout Doug, as he uh, made his oh. trip down here to Orlando. Um, Dubs, enjoy your time. Everybody else, I'm not sure if the monsters are live tomorrow. I would doubt it. But, no, uh, uh, if be. not, still, best of the monsters. Uh, wake up with that tomorrow morning. Shannonburg, midday, Philips fall in the afternoon. Hide out mixtapes. Very good stuff for the mixtapes for the next few days. You guys have a fantastic uh, next few whatevers. And we'll see you probably next Tuesday. McCain and 08
0: somebody always not good. Question
2: everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. LOL. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
12: 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
4: I'm not
14: interested.
8: I can't take on I can't take I on I
4: I I